Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. I started as rather abruptly and now I, I'm tripping over what happens next. But we're all here to talk about gaming news. Okay, this is the less Nintendo this week. Considerably. That's, actually, yeah. is, that's yeah. actually nice. Yeah, it's nice to take a break. Like, I'm very aware that other people will have been aware that there's a lot of it, and I didn't want to become that like, oh, fuck, he's talking about Nintendo again. I don't Go, think it's our fault. Guy. I do not think it's our fault. No, they, yeah. they are the news. I mean, and they have the most recently out console as well. So, yeah. I mean, to be I, fair. Yeah, I, I've said the same thing when people complained that we talked a lot about Apple on Tech It or Leave It, when it's, well, well, you know, who else is doing anything that's newsworthy right now? That you know, that's the way it goes. But Nintendo talk about upcoming online service somehow managed to make it increasingly more vague. Yeah, um, you remember last week how we were talking about, you know, their series of tweets saying, Here's a thing that's coming, here's another thing that's coming, and here's a third thing that's coming. And how I sort of We didn't care you know, about any of them because they was, were well, yeah, well this was the thing. They said the online service coming, you know, later this year. And this week they've talked about it and they've said, uh, where is it? Yeah. They announced that it will be a, a platform that will provide products <laughs> to consumers. For what? I'm so confused. Yeah. I, I did see an interview with someone. I can't remember who, but this person had said it will be good. It will be. Will it be good? That's, that's good what to it, know. They, that's what they're saying. That's very reassuring. <laughs> Uh, I mean, after they've they've just done a big announcement where everything was made of cardboard, it could literally be anything at this point. I'm just yeah. going to ruling nothing out. I have yeah. no this could idea be what to expect. Pieces of string that you run to your friend's house and you sort of pull them taut, and if you scream at the fa the face of your switch loud enough, he'll be able to hear you on the other side. I I will say to Nintendo what I believe to be the attitude of probably every other Switch owner, which is this get her done i'm gonna pay for it please just make me not get angry about that <laughs> right uh, I, you've uh, sold it i it's, it's i'm going to pay for this the nanosecond i can pay money for this so just don't make me be angry about doing that is is my request uh i get that they're much cheaper than the other two but uh, i don't know they give me big games every month mm, true and and stuff like that. And plus, I feel like they'll leave me the fuck alone when I just subscribe to those things. <laughs> um, so I hope they make it good. I could... I, my dream thing is that though it, this will be the virtual console stuff and it will just give me access to hundreds of Nintendo games from throughout mm. history, whatever. Um I'm hoping, some people are hoping up until GameCube, I'm hoping up to Wii. Because there's basically no difference. GameCube, you know, the Wii was a, a slightly upgraded GameCube with you know, motion controls. Well, do you know what? This is the, the thing that has been said about Nintendo consoles for so long that if it's actually true, then they're all the N64. <laughs> no, nah, I think there's you know, significant change between the N64 and the... The GameCube. But then they're all the GameCube, because that's, all the that's GameCube, actually yeah. when you started hearing it. Like, oh, the Wii's just a slightly... It's just a GameCube in a different box. Oh, the Wii U is just a Wii in a... But, well, that was a GameCube in a different box. So is the Wii U a GameCube, or is this all bullshit? And it's the second thing. 
I just so, realized that for the past quite a lot of years, Nintendo have been handing out a lot of they've been getting people to buy Wii in a box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um. Well done. Well so done, guys. The names finally make sense. They they have that Wii emulator running on the Nvidia Shield, so it can run on the Switch. So I'm still hopeful for Wii games. Uh, and hopefully, just my dream scenario is just let me download them to my Switch, and I'll play them as and when I like. But I could live with it if there was a cloud you, streaming type thing. No, I don't. I, think- I don't want the streaming thing. The streaming yeah. thing, shit. Um. <laughs> I would like to be able to download these games, and especially if we're talking about NES games, NES games. How big? How big are those? You know, tiny pieces tiny. of nothing. S- streaming them would be unnecessary. Yeah, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, so, if you say like, well, you can download six to have, and you can just swap out which those six are as and when you need them, like the Marvel I, comic app. I just realized while you were saying that, uh, the amount of people who like stream old school games, like NES and SNES games, I realized that the bandwidth for streaming the video takes up like a huge amount more data than if you just, if there was some emulator that had a streamer plugin that just streamed their inputs and played the game in an emulator in front of you, you could save a ton of bandwidth. Yeah. Yeah. And there, and the stream would be hundreds, if not thousands, of times more data than the size of the actual game itself. Yes, uh, and you wouldn't have to put up with the toxic chat box. Yeah. Absolutely, and so they could do lots with this. I'm still pissed off that multiplayer is ever a pay for thing. Mm. That doesn't feel right. It, it, mm. it just doesn't. But. Microsoft know. sort of set out of the box with Xbox 360, yeah, with Xbox Gold, so that, yeah, it's always going to be. Yeah. Uh, online <laughs> multiplayer is always going to have a fee. Yeah. Um, so, look, it's just all speculation at this point. We know absolutely, absolutely I mean, nothing. Yeah. I, I yeah. just say what I'd like it to be. This is the thing. I don't like the way they're sort of saying, please give us a bit more time to announce more details about the service. Well, if you want more time, don't announce it then. You well, announced yeah, it's it. Like, uh, you gave us fuck all. What is what do they class as me not giving them more time? Like, what I does that involve? Because that that's just me sitting complaining that there's no online service and there's really nothing I can do about maybe that one just, way or another. Maybe they're just very sensitive. I think they are. It's them. Let's move on. I want to talk about this little Game Boy. <laughs> I've only this is the first time God. I've seen this, but I, I want one. I know you do. That's why I shared it. God damn it. It's this, so it's a little Game Boy. It's a little Game Boy. It's a little Game Boy for borrowers. Yeah. It's tiny. <laughs> this is like, a Game Boy for ants. That small. It's so tiny. It's uh, not good for my eyesight, lads. I'm, I'm bad enough as it is. I can't be peering at a <coughs> teeny weeny little thing the size of a packet of chewing gum. This yeah, this is what, two inches tall, it looks like, maybe. I'm just guessing here. That's what it looks about. Looking for some dimensions. Maybe two and a half. Yeah, it's... it's. Oh, there's no dimensions listed on this. Uh, $45. But it's got Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and a rechargeable battery built-in speaker, OLED display. <laughs> OLED display. Uh, <laughs> you know, and it's... Yeah, it's a little Game Boy. I assume it has games on it already or do you have to do that yourself? i'm not sure um let's see well that if they were no, selling apparently s- you can add roms 
Yeah, if they were selling and it had ROMs, then Nintendo would come down on them like a yeah. Ton of no, it, it, it uses the Wi-Fi. You you add stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you can probably plug it in, but you can also uh, add stuff over your network to the device, which is a handy way. And it's how I started doing it on the RetroPie. Once I figured out how to get that set up, it was a lot easier than plugging the damn thing in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, this is a tiny uh, the pocket sprite. It's so tiny. It's teeny tiny. Built in. You're gonna lose it. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna. Yeah. I mean, the dog's gonna eat it. You ran off with my vape thing this afternoon. That was a boy. Because, you know, the Labrador Hipster thing dog. is, oh, a person, I have to show you that I've got a thing. I, absolutely. Whiskey uh, is the worst. Although, luckily, with us, it's always shoes. It, Paisley will go for any object. Any object that is not nailed down. So, and he has, in the past, not let nailed down stop him. So, <laughs> it's quite weird. Uh, so, this has emulators, then, for Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Sega Master System, and Game Gear games. Love me some Game Gear games. I don't have anything like enough. I, do you know there's still some ROMs I can't find for that thing? Really? Yeah. And I'd, I'd like an original Game Gear, but I think they are... Dying. Like, I think dying. they are actually, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. screens are all disintegrating and stuff, and they really weren't that good to begin with, to no. say the least. It's so small. I don't think it's worth the migraine it would cause me peering at that thing. I don't oh, absolutely. Either. I think this is a ridiculous object, but I knew Rich would love it. <laughs> I do love it, and I'm very happy that it exists. But Can I buy it with a giant magnifying glass so I can actually fucking see it? Oh, one of those massive screen, a <laughs> yeah, tiny the- to massive screen magnifier like you used to yeah, get the game board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that should be a, a bonus, a plug-in attachment. That would be amazing. The big, giant uh, Fresnel lens that makes things just... Bigger but awful. <laughs> so that's our Nintendo news. That's it. That's yeah. That's really at the yeah. Publish some actual news, you assholes. Instead of just vague nonsense. Yeah, actually say something and finish that damn online service. Mind you, just make it work as well. That would be good. Uh, Sony, Sony news. Sony is surveying users on possible PlayStation Network name change feature. I thought they were I actually presume- doing it. Yeah, they're I being dicks about this. Be hammering, people, I presume people will be hammering yes, 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 please about this. Because as far as I know, this is this has been a wanted feature for some, quite some time. Since the PSN launched back in the PlayStation 3 years, it has been a constant fucking request. Constantly, every single time people, you know, I, I'm pretty sure if you look back on at every single, like, PlayStation Network blog post, it's, it's, it's like, play Freebird. It's in every fucking comment section. <laughs> And uh, I, I just the fact that they're surveying users on possible feature, it just feels like dickish behavior. Oh, do you want this? Do you really want this? Oh, come on, let us know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It, it is a bit. It's it's almost patronizing. It is almost patronizing. So, uh, and th- this is like last year. Uh, yeah, last year when we were talking about the show, they came out with some bullshit saying that it was um, uh, impossible to do. That it, it was a feature they just couldn't implement, and now they're saying, "Well, maybe we could, possibly, if you want it hard enough." They, they can do anything they want with their own stuff. That that's just bullshit. That they yeah. can't make it so that you're fucking Sony. This is the company that said, "Well, we can't manage to make a, a, a wireless controller that also has Rumble in it." <laughs> 
And then six months later, like, here's a wireless controller that has Rumble in it. <clears throat> yeah. No. Oh, no, we didn't say that before. What? No, totally not. Fake news. Yeah. Um, so just get on with this. I can't say I've ever been after it myself, but okay. It says that they're citing p- griefing as a concern. What? What is griefing? Apart from it's, just my I mean, life on a day-to-day basis. That's- well, this is the thing. They're saying that people will change their ID. You know, it, if you block someone, they'll just be able to change their name and, you know, somehow be able to get back at you because they changed the name. It's like, no, that's not, that's not how it works. Because like, you, you the, block their account and yes. the, the username is a, secondary thing to that it's on the account it's a yeah. level higher in the yeah, hierarchy so if i things. see someone on you know if i ever looked at my like xbox friends list which has been a long time but if i looked at that and i saw like someone whose name i didn't recognize in you know like that blocked list of things i i've never thought huh they must have got there by accident i think no no that's someone who i blocked and they changed their name so i'll keep them blocked yeah basically this is stop being Stop being stupid. This is silly. Yeah, I, th- I think the other thing they were moaning about is people changing it constantly. But the way to get around that is what they do on Xbox. In that, when yeah. you first get an Xbox account, they give you a very generic name. You can then change that. You get one more change, and if you want to change it again after that, and each ita- iteration follows, you pay. I and remember the, that from back in the fee. day. Yeah, yeah, it was like back in the day, it was like eight hundred points. So I don't know what that is in real money. I nowadays. think it's like a. Oh, I don't want to say it's only like a five or seven quid, something like that. I think that when I, that you know, I just clicked right. it to see. Yeah, yeah, feels, just, feels good. Yeah, yeah, and it's feels also reasonable. it's it's reasonable enough that if you really wanted to change it very badly for some reason, you can. It's not exorbitant, but it's also enough that someone who's thinking about changing it for purely being a dickhead reasons is going to go. Nah, actually, that's too much money. Yeah, it just so it's you about know, the right level. Yeah. It, there comes a time in your life where, you know, you've moved on in your career and your boss asks, you know, for your your friends list name and you don't want him to see Cunt Puncher 430. You know? Yeah, <laughs> that is the big problem, really. That is, I mean, cause yeah. the, the name you pick when you're 14 is not what you want yeah. to be when you're 34. Yeah, I'm is, still fucking, uh, I'm still a ham toasty on my PlayStation account. And that was an email. Well, it's still my email, but it was like a username I was using like 10 years ago. And I, I only used it because I was speeding through the crea- the account creation. And I assumed that I would be able to alter that at some point. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't because you be able why to? Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Uh, but no, no. It's been hot. When did PlayStation Network fucking launch? Because I want to find this out. No, hold on. Uh, PSN. PlayStation Network. Launched in 2006. Fuck. Yeah, so it's entirely theoretical that someone oh, who was... Oh, That's 12, yeah. 12 years old now. 12 years ago. So, you know, something that you created when you were 16, you're now stuck with as, you know, a, a sort of an adult. It, it's yeah. all... Yeah, it's all bullshit. I mean, look... Absolutely. The, the, granted, PlayStation Network is on a far grander scale than simply everything, but the principle is the same. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there is a database somewhere, and each person is represented with a row in that database on a sheet, and like an alphanumeric code. Yeah, right. and one yeah. of those columns is username, and there is the capacity to change that column like every other one, without affecting any of the other surrounding information. Absolutely, at all. Absolutely. So, 
That's it. And, and no. you, you know, your Simply Everything account isn't linked to your username. It's linked to the ID number that is assigned arbitrarily when you create a new line in the database. And it's, it's numerically sequential as well. It's just, it adds one every time. So yeah. that's how people are identified by that number, not by any of the other information. And when yeah. you're asked for that other information, your username and your, your password, that's just identifying where you are on that, which number you are. And then from then on in, you're, you're a number. Uh, PlayStation Network will be identical. Yeah. But say, it's just on the basic level of like someone, quite, you know, a, quite a big proportion of the, of the population who get married and change their name, like I did. It's nice to be able to just change your name everywhere and not just have this one thing that's left that... I changed my you know, name. It cost fifty quid. <laughs> Piece of piss. <coughs> you know, so in that case as well, it's you know, it 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 seems stupid. I mean, well, even if you're going to get to like a serious level, someone who's you know gone into you know decided to acknowledge like a new gender identity within themselves and want to change their name everywhere, that name on PSN doesn't represent them anymore. So let them change it for God's sake. It's mm-hmm. so stupid. Mm, absolutely. Get on with it, Sony. We're going to talk I mean, I, about. I, other I things. get that Sony's friggin', you know, par- you know, given the history of their network and oh, their yeah. sort of online security, they are paranoid about shit. But this is too far. This is not a security risk. <sighs> oh well. Maybe yeah, this time news. in ten years, yeah. We'll yeah, maybe this. they'll they'll be finishing their consultation. We'll see. Uh, in other news, Shadow of the Colossus came out on PlayStation Four this week, and it's doing ever so well. Uh, yes. Apparently, seventy-three percent higher sales than the original game. No, um, I'm wondering. I do wonder, like, how much of that is just that there, you know, how many more gamers are there today than there were back in two thousand and six? But still, seventy percent—that's you know, bloody impressive. Big chunk. It is impressive. I mean, I think because it was one of those games that was kind of under underappreciated in its lifetime, wasn't it? And it sort of become more and more popular as things like YouTube and mm-hmm. Let's Plays on YouTube have got bigger and bigger and bigger and basically word of mouth has got round about this amazing game that no one played in the PS2 era and now it's back and everyone's gone, wow, I can play that thing that all the YouTubers I like love. And yeah. There you go. It's, yeah, a, so. it's a good idea. I mean, it's cheaper than buying it on the PlayStation. On the PS2, I think. Probably uh, is, yeah. Probably is, yeah. yeah. At this point, yeah, I'm on. I'm wondering how much original copies go for. Just looking now. Okay. Uh, right. So CEX, they're selling the uh, the new one for twenty five quid, uh, no, which may uh, or may not be indicative of the actual price of that product because it's fucking <laughs> CEX PlayStation mm. Two game Shadow of the Colossus twenty two quid. Not far off, and uh, that's pretty high for a PlayStation Two game. It does sting paying twenty two quid for a PS Two <laughs> game. It really mm. does stay. And what condition is that disc going to be in? Exactly. And, and the, yeah, the fact that it's CEX, so you don't know. Mm. Uh, I'm just looking at the PS3 version because there was a PS3 remake, remaster, wasn't there? Um, yes, they remastered Blue Point. Uh, is it Blue Point or Bluefin? I think it's. I'm not sure. Uh, but they, rema- they remastered the original on PlayStation 3, just sort of upped everything to the max. Right. Well, uh, and then they remade it. Well, there's PS4. a double pack Shadow of the Colossus HD and Ico. Uh, I believe I have that, yeah. Which is 18 quid. So there you go. Che- PS3 is the cheapest way to play this. Yeah. I'm just looking. I was, I'm looking at the, uh, the 
the rest of the UK top 20 because I don't usually look at charts anymore. Yeah, me too, like, actually. Yeah. It's quite interesting. I was just surprised to see Fallout 4 still in there, down at number 14. I was like, yay, hmm. you go, girl. <laughs> also, I mean, because the Game of the Year, well, the Game of the Year yeah, edition the- came out not so long ago, didn't it? So I wonder if people are sort of jumping on it now that all the DLC's out. Yeah. But yeah. It's actually quite an interesting EA Sports USC 3 at number 2. Monster Hunter World at number three. That I've seen a lot about that on YouTube. That seems to be going down quite well. Yeah, See, my for, brother's playing that at the moment. Except it's, for the character creator stuff. The the character yeah. creator. There's been some uh, thing that uh, it has a really really good character creator. Uh, oh, right, your characters okay. look great once you're in the character creator, but once you load them into the game, they look not only not hugely like they did in the creator, but they actually look kind of crap. So All there's right. been some. Apparently, they're going to be rolling out some changes to try and yeah, wait for that a patch. Um, I'm I'm deliberately avoiding that game because it's another 150 yeah. hour life deleting RPG. I, I can't do another one. It's just yeah, not in me. Yeah, that's a that's a black hole. You yeah. don't want to hit the event horizon on that one. FIFA 18 at number four. I nearly bought that the other day. It was half price on the Switch eShop. Uh, it's almost fancied a football game, which is weird because I hate football, but. I, I don't mm. know what I tell you. Mm. I, I do. I would just get one and then never get another one for the life of the console. Because what do I care? In fact, so what I'll do is wait until FIFA 19 comes out and FIFA 18 yeah. is three quid. <laughs> yeah. Because there will be fuck all difference between the two of them except for rosters and who gives a shit. I couldn't tell you who a footballer is today. Is David Beckham still I, at the football? Honestly, oh, he, couldn't name a football. He owns a team now. He owns a team. Jesus. Yeah, in in America, he's got a like what they call an expansion franchise. <sighs> Not one. I, that is amazing. Actually, I couldn't name a single footballer. Gary Lineker. He's a crisp man. Is he a crisp yeah, man? Has he given up the crisps? Fo- no, he still does Chris, but he's, he's mostly a football pundit, so he's still strongly involved in football. He is. Yeah, yeah I would say seventy-five percent football. 25% Chris man. He's fun <laughs> on Twitter as well. <laughs> yeah, Slate and Piers Morgan, etc. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fun. GTA um, 5 is still at number 5. Yep. Damn good. I mean, if I mean, that could, if they ever do release that on Switch, it'll be fucking back to number 1. Yeah, with well, it'll be go gangbusters. Yeah. Well, it's part of that. When we, when we talk about um, Assassin's Creed again later, it's something that yeah. U- Ubisoft have... Uh, a technique that they're now adopting in in terms of their development cycle, which I think is relevant to what GTA Five is doing as well. So we'll come back to that. Yeah. Park that for now. Uh, Call of Duty World look War forward II. to that. Mm-hmm. That's a tease. That's, a, yeah. that's what that's that's known as because you. Te- it's really quite clear. Uh, Mario Kart Eight <laughs> Deluxe is at number seven. We should do a, a chart every week. This is interesting. I think it's interesting. Yeah. And Super Mario Odyssey at number eight. I expected there to be a Nintendo title slightly higher up, but now I say that, it wouldn't be because they haven't had anything big since before Christmas. Yeah. I was going to say, they've um, all been out like four or five months now, haven't they? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I all mean, these others are Breath sort of... of the Wild still hanging in at number 12. I mean, that's nearly a year now. Mm. Surely we all have that. Don't I know who's still it. buying it. I don't well, everyone know. who owns a Switch has that, so people are still buying Switches are buying that at the same time. <laughs> it must so I, be. What would be interesting is to get a chart of Breath of the Wild and a chart of Switch sales and see how if that that line on the graph is the same or any different. I bet. I bet it's a parallel line. 
I bet it's a parallel line, be. yeah. yeah. Um, although I, I think since Super Mario Odyssey came out, it might diverge a bit because I think some people I think are more Mario-y and other people yeah. are more Zelda-y. I'm a more Zelda-y person. Oh, um, okay. that, yeah, I think it's like a, che- a cheese and onion and salt and vinegar crisp kind of debate. I mean, yeah. they're both good, but you, you will favour one over the other. Absolutely. I didn't have anything and like as much fun. weirdos who mix them. What's wrong Ew, with those people? That's gross. They're broken oh. people. They are. They're something is just, there's a piece missing. That was the yeah. worst part of being at any children's party is you reach into the yeah. crisp bowl and it's a mix of cheese and onion and salt. But that is, fuck off with that. Yeah. <laughs> or worse, prawn cocktail. I like prawn cocktail, but on its own, I wouldn't have anything else. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I do, but I, I need to know I'm getting getting one as well. You have to know I, what you're having as well. Yeah. You can't put something in and it is like an explosion of strange flavours and then that, that is... It's, mm. it's too That's... much as a surprise prawn cocktail. Mm. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I did enjoy... Super, I, look, I have nothing bad to say about Super Mario Odyssey. I think it is the triumph. Nobody does. <laughs> no, I think it is the triumph people think it is. But as I was playing it, I realised this isn't for me. Fair it's, enough. That that's all. It, it's I'm yeah. I'm definitely down in the Zelda camp. Uh, I think there is. Uh, it's a it's a mark of maturity is the moment when you realize that in y- your personal enjoyment of a thing does not necessarily correlate to its quality. You mm. can love things that are shit, and you can hate things that are objectively brilliant. Yeah. So yeah. you know, and, and yet that that is the internet's biggest problem is people. I don't like this. It's fucking awful, and everyone who likes it is a dick. That's you know. Yeah, no, you're right. That's the problem of the internet. Yeah. And so yeah, Super Mario Odyssey is the perfect game that people say it is. But I have mm. far, I've had far more fun playing other games. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins hanging in at nine. Good on them. I should have some mm-hmm. music playing in the back of this. I'm kind of. I'm also kind of impressed I'm, with people I'm, with it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm mentally playing the top of the pops. Dun, 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 sort of thing. That's the music, of course. That yeah. I think every British person, when you think of a chat, that's the music that we put in. <laughs> but we can't have that anymore because paedophiles. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. We yeah. need one paedophile, to be fair, not all of them. Mm. But it, can't, it only takes one paedophile to ruin it, the party. It, it, I think it was <laughs> actually most people on Radio 1 from sort of its inception also, up I mean, until the mid 90s. Like, the super pete he was like the ultimate he was super did i tell you i i um did i tell you about this the other week uh we were talking about the age of consent i went into google i put it in incognito mode because i didn't want this showing up in my search history but i I put it in incognito mode and typed in on my phone uh uk age of consent and the fucking photograph that it brought up was of was of jimmy savile Oh my god! I, I should be. I, it's in my. Um, I will actually share this with you because it is. It, it, it was just. It made me. It, I was. I. I sat there staring at it for quite some time. Oh, very odd. Uh, the Evil Within Two is it number yeah. ten? I haven't played The Evil Within, so I don't. It's one of those that apparently the first one was a real love it or hate it. A lot of people here. Yeah, it was quite my my. It was quite my my. I mean, because um, I sort of generally shy away from scary games, but I like we've talked about before. I will watch a let's play of them. Um, so I watched a, a let's play of um, Evil Within. So me and Chuck watched it together, and it was one of those ones of I like you know enjoyed the lore, but I think it was. Um, I think actually playing it would be profoundly irritating. It's got a lot of you know one hit kills and 
very scarce item management and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think if you're, you know, like a Resident Evil, yeah, Resident Evil person, if you like all that kind of real kind of survival horror thing, then I think you would like those, those games. Um, I think they switched it up a bit for Evil Within 2. Um, Again, watch the Let's Play of that. The, the item management isn't quite so pernickety and, but um, yeah, I think that if you're, if you're a person who likes that, that genre, of real like scarce items and running around and um, being petrified by penisy monsters, then um, <laughs> you know I think that you would probably like it. But everyone else is probably just going to go off, oh, fuck off with this, and just give up about a third of the way in. Right, I dropped the image in the Slack. Yeah, I can see it. it's quite disturbing. That's remarkable, isn't it? It really is. I can't. Algorithms think- are not always the answer, people. <laughs> Don't like it. And that's from a BBC News article. PM rejects call to lower age of consent to 15. Which PM was this? Who was... 2013? So that that would have been... Cameron. Cameron, wouldn't it? Cameron, maybe, yeah. Like, yeah. It feels like it's always been May. Who was asking for that? It's always been May, and it always will be. She's like a fucking tick. Yeah, she is. Uh, What else do we have on this list? Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. I've been playing that this week. It's pretty good. Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Overwatch still I know nothing of it it's a good game it's a game Fallout 4 at number 14 played the shit out of that Forza <laughs> Forza Horizon 3 at number 15 Player Unknown Battlegrounds at 16 which is doing oh, no. so well for a game that's not out yeah um, exactly Rocket League Collector's Edition on, at 17 that might be the Switch one yes is, that's just released yeah yeah now I have been pl- that's in my things I've been playing this week I'm getting alright at it it's really it's it's addictive but there's like a, a real skill threshold oh like, yeah the things some people can do and it is uh, incredible and when you're not there and a match makes you against people who are it's you know it can be quite demoralizing <laughs> Uh, where are we? WWE 2K18, which you can buy for quite cheap, surprisingly. I've noticed. It's on offer everywhere. Uh, if you want a broken game, certainly on the Switch, uh, <laughs> don't buy that game. It doesn't work. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters Z or Z at 19, and then Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege at 20. Still doing go. well. I think mm. we, should do, we should have a weekly UK chart. Someone do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that was actually Shadow of the Colossus, which has sold very well. Yeah. And is I, I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm I'm gen- I'm definitely going to pick it up at some point. I, I feel like I should, I should probably pick it up now just to sort of support it. But at the same time, it's already doing really well without me. So. <laughs> yeah. And, and plus, I think as long as if you buy it new, then you, oh, yeah. you are yeah, supporting definitely. it, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, right. Where do we go? Right. No, I, this, I watch, yeah, yeah. This next thing: Crash Bandicoot PS1 level found in Uncharted 4, not emulated, but fully remade in game. Yeah, this is really cool. It's a YouTube link, so there's no story, but it's a, it's a channel. It popped up. Uh, I watched. Uh, this is a YouTube channel. I watch uh, Boundary Break. Okay. And they basically they do what they say. They uh, use uh, in game use tools injected into games to basically see what's going on in games, you know, when you break uh, where the player's supposed to be looking, if you move the camera to places it's not supposed to be and things like that. It's it's really fun, a really fun series. Uh, but, yeah, they've discovered that in Uncharted 4, there was a, early in the game, you can 
sit down and turn on a PlayStation and play the first level of Crash Bandicoot, everyone assumed they were emulating a, you know, uh, Crash Bandicoot uh, in a PlayStation 1 emulator on the PS4 and projecting that onto, you know, the texture of the TV screen to, okay. to operate as a screen. That's what everyone assumed. But using uh, uh, some tools to look underneath, they found the actual level. It turns out they were they actually recreated the Crash Bandicoot engine and you know the character model and the and the level in game. So you are actually playing it uh, in the game, and it's being uh, projected onto the screen. It's it's just a, I I don't know why they did. I can't imagine that. How is that not more difficult than just emulating a PS One game? I just thought that's what they'd have done. Yeah, absolutely. I think they did it because no, I, I mean, like, I think what they did is what I thought they would have done. Really? Yeah. All right. Um, I thought I, they would have just emulated it. Weird. No, I, I, I have seen that bit. I've seen Allison playing it. Um, and yeah, I, I just assumed that you just make it in the game that you're making. But I realize now Wait, as I'm you saying say it like that. that. <laughs> uh, well, I'm actually. What I was going to say, I have no basis in fact for that. It just feels more right to me, which mm. I realize is bollocks. <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> it, that's it feels not, like the proper way to do it, whereas emulating is cheating somehow. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. It's I it's, I assumed that it was just part of the Uncharted Four game. Mm. Um, I can't wait for the speedrunners to have an argument about this. It has to do Crash Bandicoot percent. So you have to speed the run the game and complete the first level of Crash Bandicoot as well. Yeah. yeah. Undeniably, yeah. But yeah, um, it, just a fun little thing. I'm sure they'll, you know, they, this was a very short episode. Usually the episodes are much longer. So I assume they'll go, they'll go into, because they've done Crash Bandicoot before. Right. And one of the things that, you know, old PlayStation games, old games in general, uh, they did a lot of, a lot of culling. Which means when you're not, when something isn't on screen, it's not being rendered. So whenever you pull the camera back all the way, you can't get uh, a good overview of like a whole level. You only see it in chunks. So this is actually the first time they've been able to see the whole first level of Crash Bandicoot all in right. one big piece because that's how they made it. You know, the PS4 didn't have to call it because it's a fucking PS1 yeah. uh, level, you know. And they textured it to look like the PlayStation 1 level, and they, you know, added jaggies to the edges of everything to keep it looking like, you know, this, a PlayStation 1 game. Yeah. This actually kind of ties into the next story. It does, yes. Um, that is not a coincidence, Rich. Oh, is it not? Oh, well the done. Edge. Well done. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting good at this. Oh, yeah, I like that. So Maybe one day I'll be able to go without calling attention to it. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> No, I did it. I did it. So, you know, I called attention to it. There we Fair go. enough. Uh, well, the next story is the, the Spyro trilogy uh, remaster rumored to be coming to PS4 this year. Uh, it seems like a, a pretty reasonable thing. And where this sort of ties into the last story is that the uh, Crash Bandicoot and Sane trilogy looks like it is coming to the Switch and... PC? Oh, right, is I it? Think, yeah. I think you're right. I think, yes, I think you are correct. Uh, I heard that at one point. I didn't catch the story, but yeah, um, it's rumored that it's coming to PlayStation or to the PC. So basically, Activision have done well enough with this Crash Bandicoot thing to start thinking, huh, maybe people want to play other games. And 
when you you went, you know these are the quite like Shadow of the Colossus as well. These mm-hmm. are the games that that pre-owned the old ones. Now they still cost a lot of money to buy. Yeah, uh, you know I, I was looking at getting the crash bandicoot games for all you know all the original ones and they were as much each as i've paid for that trilogy for the ps4 mm. and the spyro games are the same they're, they're not cheap games i considered the same thing too when i was i was considering what uh, how to play um not jack and Axe, uh, ratchet and clank because the remastered the recent you know ratchet and clank game isn't actually a remaster or a, it's not even a remake of the original. It's a remake of the first three games, I think, sort of, you know, glommed into one. Yeah. They yeah. sort of combined a bunch of the games into one. It's like a best so, uh, of, isn't it? Or something. Yeah. 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 Mega Mix. It's a Brian Fuller style reimagining. Uh, <laughs> so I was considering that, but then I looked at like, if I wanted to, did I want to do that or did I want to grab the PlayStation two originals and uh, PlayStation one? Does that, uh, no, I think, I think, Brash and Clank was PlayStation 2, it started off. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, it was like, oh, that's a lot more work. Here's one disc. There we go. I'll play that. Yeah. I mean, it, also, it, the people who played these games when they were 12, 13, 14 and loved them are now late 20 and early 30 year olds with disposable income. So they'd like to sell yeah. you them again, please. Oh, yeah. Spyro the Dragon, boxed for PlayStation 1, is currently selling for 28 quid. Damn, son. So if they bring out a box with all of them in to make to look nice on the PS4 and the PS4 Pro, then and they very rarely put these remasters and remakes out at full price, like forty five quid. Yeah. Usually, it's slightly cut down. Well, uh, yeah, Crash Bandicoot was twenty quid. Yeah, I think uh, Ratchet and Clank was also like twenty five, thirty quid. So yeah, not it's bad not- at all. The other thing is going through this. Is, uh, it's remarkable how many sort of potential. Uh, mascots PlayStation tried out over the years. Yeah, they, yeah, never they quite- really, really trying to get a Mario of their own, weren't they? Yeah, and which one really? I mean, Lara Croft's stuck, and she, you know, so it shows that people weren't into cuddly little monsters, but sort of eerily triangular titties. Tits, yeah, that's yeah. what people showed. They were tits and ass. Uh, I think that was the main appeal of Lara Croft. Vaguely yeah. yeah. uh, dirty death noises. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, like that was, I nearly did it. Um, did that nearly do it? <laughs> no, I nearly did the sound. You know what? I've been trying to make women. I mean, I've been trying to make trigger that effect. No, oh, that's insane. So oh. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh no. Uh, oh, I've lost my train of thought me. now. Yeah, I'm crying. <laughs> So yeah. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, I never played any of the Spyro games. Me either. I, that's a lie. I recently played like the first level of one when I was trying out the PlayStation One emulation on the RetroPie, which it was surprisingly good at. I was like trying because um, on the RetroPie you can do sort of tricks with the emulator to render PlayStation One games at like higher resolution and with cl- uh, you know clearer textures uh, than they were able to output on the original hardware. All right, I didn't uh, know. Yeah, it's, it, it it takes a bit of jiggery pokery um but yeah you can make, and it actually runs surprisingly well but i never actually like i did that I, I i messed around with all the emulator settings i got it working great and i was like all right that's awesome i'm gonna do something else now i've done that many times with things yeah um so, uh, so i would be interested spyro you know um indeed was, as, as would i as you would know what I. else though i 
as, as an Xbox owner, I feel like it's sort of Activision to Xbox owners. Eat a dick because you're not getting any of this. Well, the spy, this Spyro trilogy, this is the interesting thing because Spyro was originally like a PlayStation exclusive character. But now mm. this thing, it says that it's going to be um, this is going to be PlayStation exclusive for a year. And then it will probably be coming not just to PC, but to other consoles. Which so, said, that, but they said weird. that about Crash, the, the Crash trilogy, and it doesn't seem like Xbox what? is going to get it at this point. So maybe that's well, did true. it not get that? All oh, right, okay. No. Ne- well, no. yeah, never could, of course. Um, but yeah, I, it also that that's another thing that uh, Spyro, you know, the sort of fan base that it did have were pissed off because I was trying to remember Sky uh, Spyro became Skylanders, you know, the the toys to life thing. All right, mm-hmm. I think that's what Spyro originally they when. Like Activision or whoever, you know, whoever bought it, they used it initially as sort of a launch platform for the Skylanders uh, franchise, which then became a whole bunch of other shit. So it's like when Rayman m- went to the Wii and it became the Rabbids and all the Rayman fans were pissed off because they weren't getting Rayman games anymore. Their franchise had transformed into this, you know, yeah. unholy abomination. So, you know, I, I guess, the, you know. Who knows when maybe we'll get another Spyro game in a few years' time. Maybe this will be a resurgence. <laughs> maybe so. I, I think they're making a new Crash game as well. For They've been, yeah, it's been teased from Naughty Dog for years and years. Like, they would put out photographs from, you know, the studio where in the background, you know, they would have concept art for a redesigned Crash and they would just not comment on it. Cheeky fuckers. I love I that know. kind of thing, though. I'd do Me that. <laughs> In fact, I have well, done it's, that. It's a, good soft, it's a good soft way to test what people are going to say about it as well. If you do these things in the background and then don't comment on it, and then the internet blows up and says, it looks like shit, I hate it, then you can sort of go, well, okay, without actually having to put a great deal of work in, we've gauged the reaction of the fan base. Now we can... It's yeah. it's basically free market research. It really instead is. Of, yeah. Instead of the entire company having the crow, they can just stick their head into an office and go, "Tim, you fucked up. Close the program." <laughs> per Tim. Tim. Tim tries hard, and he he's hard. going through a bad time at the moment. Don't be ragging on Tim. In other news, Activision Blizzard made over four billion dollars on <laughs> microtransactions in 2017. Well, well done there. It's like the GDP of some countries isn't that much. Um, uh, I, I actually think in terms of revenue for a tech company, it's, I mean, right, I'm not going to turn my nose up at $4 billion, but lots of companies would be distraught if they only made $4 billion. <laughs> That's true, I suppose. Mm. It's all a matter of scale. Especially yeah. in a year. You know, but as well, I mean, they have earned that money by essentially doing nothing. That that is true. That is true. But you know, if if Google make four billion dollars next year, I, someone has to kill themselves. Or, or if I, yeah, if I think they all just would. Um, that's you know, it's. One I think of those they would. Things. I think somewhere on the Google campus there is a giant wicker Android man. Yeah, and, and they, they all just, just you know every year someone has to get in. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yes, it says because uh, Activision Blizzard own King, the makers of Candy Crush, and a bunch of other mobile shit games. Um, so apparently, half of that 
two you know, four billion was from King, so two billion comes from PC and console purchases. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's not the so. Hang on, Candy Crush. Yeah, fucking Candy Crush. Brought I don't in. Know if, I don't know if Candy Crush that you know King. I'm sure they have a that you know it's. I'm sure that there are a fucking plethora of shout out uh, color matching games that are bundled <clears throat> with microtransactions in there. So two billion dollars. I have never played Candy Crush ever. No, me neither. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing out on something. Allison I don't, I don't think so. Allison plays it. It's a oh. puzzle game. Um, is it is it like Bejeweled? Do you remember Bejeweled? I do. Oh god, yeah, Bejeweled yeah, it's, 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 it's in that way, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, they'd be related. Is it like Bejeweled except they make you pay for shit? Which well, what I you know, as I understand it, that you pay for extra lives or something or extra goes at something. It's usually like energy, like you have like an energy bar, and then once you deplete the energy bar, you can either wait for it to recharge. This is what this the shitty X Files game did. You can either wait <laughs> for it to recharge, or you can pay to refill it instantly, or you can buy instant power ups and things like that. So right. it will give you a power up like every five hours, every ten hours, or something like that. So you can wait. You can you can hundred percent play these games for free if you don't mind waiting fifteen hours. Whereas when I bought Bejeweled on the Xbox Live Arcade. I bought the game, and then when I wanted to play it, I could play it. And then when I yes. wanted to stop, I could stop. stop. Yeah. yeah. I huh. I had We're bejeweled. living in interesting times. We are. I just feel the need to go to the app store on my phone, because they got rid of the damn thing on the computer, and look up Candy Crush. And then I want to see what other games are made by the same. The company is called King. King. Latest release is Candy Crush Jelly Saga. They also have Candy Crush Saga, Candy Crush Soda Saga, Pet Rescue Saga, Farm Heroes Saga, Candy Crush Jelly Saga, Bubble Witch 2 Saga, Bubble Witch Saga, uh, Papa Pear Saga, Bubble Witch 3 Saga, Diamond Digger Saga, Alphabetti Saga, Farm Hero Super Saga, Paradise Saga, Blossom Blast Saga. This is a lot of sagas. This uh, is the company that attempted to uh, trademark the word saga and took the game, the Banner Saga, to, uh, to court. Oh, really? I do believe they lost. Right. Pyramid Saga. The, the Elderly Holiday People Saga. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pyramid Solitaire Saga, Shuffle Cats. Not too saga y, that I one. think, like Mike says, these are just basically palette swaps of each other, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I, I, They're just I think match so. three puzzle games. You know, a concept I like, like my, I like Bejeweled and things like that. Oh. I like sort of casual puzzle games. They're nice to play. Um, but, but yeah, the, the sort of exploitative nature of, oh, you know, just pay a quid here, a quid there. And all of a sudden, you know, you've spent 30 quid on Candy Crush. I, it makes me feel like a rat in a maze looking for food pellets if I press the right button and getting a shock if I press the wrong one. That's what it feels like. I'd rather just buy something and, and be done with it. Mm-hmm. I, I just hate the economy based on use of something, of, of anything. It, it, oh, God, what was it? Based I was remembering a, fictional- a time when, when Microsoft were talking about a way to charge a, a penny for viewing a web page. So as as you sort of moved around the internet, you'd you'd pay for the web pages you looked at. And what a horrifying concept that is. Yeah. Well, it's you not know. too far from, you know, currently what's happening in America with, 
you know, ISPs starting to be able to have internet fast lanes. So you can pay extra if you want to access Twitch or Netflix at a higher speed. Well, yeah, as, as bad as it is, it's more, it's, it's, it's anything you can meter. Yep. You know, and, and it was kind of like I felt the same back when you paid for time on the internet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those were the days. <laughs> you know, and I, I software as a service has been something that's been coming for a long time. And yeah. when it was first talked about, it was talked about in the in terms of time. Like you it who I can't remember who it was that ran Oracle at the time. Larry something. But he had the, the concept that you would, at home, you'd just buy a dumb box machine and then all of the processing would be done somewhere else and beam down to your television and you'd oh, pay yeah. for minutes used of Microsoft Word, <sighs> you know, and you'd hear that on the TV and look across the room at the computer with Microsoft Word that had been just left running for the... Exactly, minute. I was about to say. Yeah. I, oh, this is going to be a bad future. I remember feeling it's, foreboding it's about like- it then. Well, it's like the, elect- the, the electric meters, electric meters you have in in some people's houses. Literally, the coin operated ones where mm. you put money in to keep your lights on. You're just yep. going to have a bank of them and just have the Microsoft one, the Netflix one, the Candy Crush one. Yeah, it bugs me. So I'd rather just pa- I'd, I'd rather just pay for things like mm-hmm. games, and it's it's why I don't like the the free to play stuff either. I just don't want yeah. the constant pressure because that's that's yeah. what it feels like. But two billion. But that, so anyway, yeah, Activision made so the the other half of that came from console in game purchases and PC in game yeah. purchases. Well, I mean, because Blizzard own World of Warcraft, do they not? So yeah, Call of Duty, uh, World of War Two, Overwatch, Destiny Two, uh, World of Warcraft. A whole bunch. I don't know. I don't know if uh, they count the like World of Warcraft subscription because World of Warcraft doesn't have in game microtransactions. I don't believe. It just has, you know, your monthly subscription. Right. I thought you had, I thought it had things you could buy still. I, I thought it had, like, you could buy, like, mounts and armor and, and, and such. Because I, mean, do I don't know, because I know you guys watch Game Grumps. Do you remember they did that World of Warcraft thing? They tried to get the people who don't play it into playing it, and they ended up buying bits and pieces for their characters. Oh, yes. So, yeah. You can buy pets and mounts. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that, yeah. Yeah, because I think one of the mounts is like something ridiculous, like thousands of dollars or something. Never played it, World of Warcraft. Probably never will. Mm. I played it. I got a demo disc once, you know, when I was at a game and they had them on the counter for free. And I was like, okay. I I it's just I, I, so I, dull. <laughs> so dull. I'm curious about, I wonder if World of Warcraft actually gets a lot of new people subscribing or if it's just people who've played it for a decade now and are so deep into it, it's... It, it's kind of all they do is is play World of Warcraft. Don't know, no idea. Uh, it's not like it's so talked no, it had, about a lot, I, is it? Yeah, I mean, because I mean, I know they had like a big expansion a couple of years ago, and then I don't know. I, I presume it's. I, I mean, believe it's, the it's last. Sort of like I, I see it pop up every so often that they are. Uh, I think what they're at at the minute, or maybe they've just done it, is uh, they did a massive graphical overhaul on it. Like they changed, you know, upgraded all the uh, character models and textures and stuff like that. Mm. You know, rather than just make a sequel. I don't know. Mm. Well, that's that then. Yes. Anyway, uh, Hawaii, you're looking at having to go at loot crates, which is a good idea. 
Mm. You really fucked it up, EA. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, oh, you screwed the if pooch on this one. Quiet, if you just stay quiet, it could have could have skated under the radar, but no. They're just standing in a pile of rubble, thinking, "Oh, so that's how you knock the house down." <laughs> I, yeah, so they uh, they've put together two sort of draft laws. You know, I think they're just testing these out yet. Uh, there's two versions of the laws. One of them is a bit overkill, and the other is more reasonable. Uh, first, uh, I'll read this as first proposed changed uh, would probably be the most damaging. It prohibits the sale of any game featuring a system wherein players can purchase a randomized reward using real money to anyone younger than 21 years old. Yeah, I mean, they had said 12. Fine. If they'd said 12, maybe I would have been okay with that, but that is, it's a bit broad. I was going to say, because the article quite rightly points out, does that include things like packs of like Panini stickers because it falls under that parameter? Yeah, this is the thing. It's it's a very broad brush they're painting with there that can have some big ramifications that I don't think they've thought through. Right. So in that case, because I mean, so even things not, like Kinder Egg, surely, yeah, they're not would just fall talking into that about category. Well, sure. If they just say, "Well, we're just talking about video games," yeah. Well, there's any game. So you know, what's a, this is you know when you're Magic. talking about when you're talking about laws, you know, this is the kind of thing that has massive ramifications. The definition of a word can, you know, be pretty, you know, pretty big. Also, this American thing, the fascination with 21 years old. Yeah, like that's the gateway for it. It's all yeah. any adult decision. I do prefer um, the, the UK system. 18, fine, off you go. Do what you like. And from experience, I can say I was no less of an arsehole at 21 than I was at 18. So. Absolutely. Yeah. True. It's that fucking, what is it? Um, That Katie Mellowa song, Feeling... 21 acting 17. They're the same fucking thing, yeah, you dumb pretty bitch. Much, I only. was just as drunk at both ages. <laughs> yes. and, in, and in all the intervening time. <laughs> That's it. The only yeah. difference was I didn't have to do it in my mum and dad's house anymore. <laughs> that yeah, was I didn't uh, have to type myself up to, to pass rating. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's basically, it's far too broad in the first iteration, because like I say, if you talk about games, you so basically think card games like Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, anything you buy essentially a blind bag of um, would be included in this. So that is, it's just way too broad although to pass, could, I don't uh, think. Although it could speak a thing about that, it would fucking, it could, if you extended it to uh, those fucking little figures that come in blind bags. Yeah, blind bags. Where you get one in a bag and you don't know what it is. And they're like, oh, you can just swap it with your friends. I'm not going to fucking swap it with my friend. I'm going to have to put this damn thing on eBay or the bin. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's part of a game system, then yeah, it yeah. would fall in those parameters. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, and there have been, you know, there's a lot. I mean, that's like a whole wall of most comic book shops now. Well, I was going to say, don't get between people in their fucking magic cards. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So the second one, it would require uh, video game publishers to prominently label games containing such randomized purchase systems as well as disclose the probability rates of receiving each reward in the box. That's I'm fully on with that. And I think yeah, when, that it says, vastly when it more says sensible. prominently, I would say fucking prominently. Like, I would put it... Front of the box, big label, kind yeah, of... Yeah, in the same way that they have to... Do you remember the last time something like this happened was... This was many years ago, sort of mid-Xbox... Early Xbox 360 era, when games started... There, there were a few court cases and games started having to put on screen 
does not represent actual in-game footage when they were showing things yeah, that yeah. weren't in the goddamn game, you know, or were pre-rendered. So I would have it be, you know, the same kind of prominence as that, because you still see that today. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, make it as prominent as, you know, when you watch a, a film on, on Sky Movies, for instance, and it says, this film is rated 18, it has this and this and this and this in it, which for me is a mark of quality. If it's got the full set, I'm probably going to watch <laughs> the whole movie. Check, check, check. <laughs> we check, check, that, yeah. check. Like, yeah. Oh, violence um, and you. Let me just loosen the waistband here. <laughs> All right, ready to go. <laughs> Chuck, get the lard. <laughs> 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 um don't use lard in this house anyway so um you're missing out uh, um yeah so i think it's a good idea put a massive sticker on it you know mm-hmm. it, it, it'll be the same as like when people used to you know when i used to go out and deliberately buy the cds add parental advisory stickers on them um it's it's gonna be it's it's, it's sort of the same thing i feel like this is probably a good meeting place to start with because the game publishers will bitch but you still get to keep your loot boxes you know people will still be there will still be cases of you know my kid spent two thousand dollars on overwatch without my permission stories but but you got a dumb kid and there was a big sticker on it so i feel like this is probably a good start for everyone to meet in the middle but do you know what it gives me what i'm now referring to as amber red white powder syndrome right (laughs) i like the name (laughs) i have no idea oh Um, god yeah yeah, so for, for the future's sake and, and for anyone from outside of this country's sake, uh, it was yesterday uh, the Home Secretary received an envelope of white powder. And Didn't one of the Trumps also receive? Yeah, one of the Trumps did. Obama did. Yeah, there's been yeah. a bunch yeah. of people. But because it's Amber Rudd, who is a subhuman piece of shit, yep. when you hear that news, you think, oh, it won't be anything good, though, will it? It'll be fucking talc. That's, yep. oh... Because you can't get anthrax, but it's not—it's not easy. I don't—I don't know where I'd get it. Um, and I they hate don't that do it in B and M. I was in today. They don't do it in B and M. No, maybe no. Pineland. I don't know. Yeah, well, they're <sighs> doing all sorts of stuff there. But my my point is, is that I shouldn't feel that I should be horrified that somebody sent the Home Secretary some white powder. That is horrifying. I don't want her to be hurt or. Mm, no, mm. I don't want her to be hurt or anything. No. And yet, because she's a fucking, as I said, subhuman piece of shit, she's caused me to think that. And in the same way... Yeah, fuck e- her. It's her. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in the same way, EA have made me think, no, Hawaii, just fucking shut... Stop them. Just don't make them put <laughs> things on the boxes. Just make fucking loot boxes illegal. Word your laws properly so it doesn't shut down Magic the Gathering. I've got no problem with those people. Just just fuck over EA, if you could, please. Um, yeah. Make this an exclusive to EA. <laughs> yeah. Word it, <laughs> I, I'd be EA fine with again, that. Yeah. Like, EA aren't allowed to use loot boxes anymore. Ha, ha, ha. And, and write that in the law. Um, and, and really EA have brought this attitude down on themselves. I mean, if games, I'm just thinking if games keep, you know, fucking themselves over, like I said, big companies keep screwing this. How long are we looking at until all of our video games come, have to come in plain sickly green brown boxes with generic labels on them like cigarettes? Yes. With it's just a list of this game contains loot boxes and microtransactions and yeah, this it's game is by EA Makers Disappointment. If only they had to put that on. <laughs> yeah. That would uh, be amazing. 
It's a good look, Kawhi. I'd, I'd love to. I might print some of those off and see if I can get away with sticking them on boxes and, and game shops. May cause disappointment. <laughs> I'll report back on that. That is an Instagram account waiting to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, you know the news. Someone's made a, a Mega Drive game. Well done, that person. On nineties kid, that's impressive. Hmm. You know, using the original development tools. A lot of the, uh, I think, a lot of the places that a lot of you know, because it's, it is remarkable how often games still occasionally come out and like are published for old systems like uh did you ever watch the uh, yeah i know you watched the 8-bit guy yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, he does regular sort of unboxings of things people have sent him in the mail uh and like regularly he gets like old amiga you know cassette games that are still being (laughs) you know a new game for a a 25 year old system well they're almost they're almost always made, you know, using modern tools. Yeah, people do it for practice. Um yeah. and and why the hell not? It's you know, why not indeed? It is another thing. I, I honestly think there's still a I've probably said this before, I think they sh- it should happen far more often than it does. Uh systems should be either supported longer or, or whatever. They're all out there. So you know why the fuck not? Um, so I like this kind of thing. Is the game any good? Or I don't know. It's about a fox, right? And the guy who made it has like arm length Sonic tattoos. You see, these are the kind of people that do these sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. But good on him. You know, good on him. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he's he's had a bunch of cartridges manufactured. So I don't know if this was like kickstarted in some way or you know, but you know, good on. Him. Oh, it's you a mega C- oh, mega CD development kit he's got, mm. powered by a, and a Windows PC setup. God, that's a crazy thing. Yeah, very cool though. Very cool. I don't know if the ROM, if he's like made the ROM available, because that's what a lot of them do. They make the ROM available, but then you can buy a cartridge version. Right. Okay. So I don't know if you can download this this game, um, which. I can't find the name of. See, <laughs> I feel bad the, about that. That's the other reason why not Tanglewood. do it. When you look at how easy it is to emulate these old systems. And and a lot of the emulators are open source. Am I, is that right? Uh, a lot of emulators are. I think m- most of actually the best ones are open source in some way or other. Uh, or they're, you know, they're forks. A, a, a lot of time what will happen is like a, a development team will take a, a fork of a an open source thing and they'll change it significantly enough or sometimes not significantly enough and then slap a price tag on and say, this is no longer open source. At which point people just take it and keep developing it anyway, because fuck those people. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and so I, it's just, it is the joy of watching someone develop a game on an old style fucking CRT, you know, in the debug menu. <laughs> so it used to be done, you know, back in and, the day. Yeah. He, he does look like he's from 20 years ago. I missed 20 years ago. It was all better. I was it. It was better. It know. was. Absolutely. Uh, I could eat I could eat those jewel pop, you know, the giant ring fucking uh, lollipops. They people just turned your mouth a color. I hated those. Yeah, but I liked having my mouth a color. Sam. I was very easily amused. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Dragster cartridge signed by band record holder sells for $830. What idiot bought that? (laughs) This, children, is how to exploit the very temporary notoriety of a story for your financial gain. I'm Um, totally for this. (laughs) 
This is so, this is an entrepreneurial genius. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. This is a story about someone who got in, sold something at the right time. Is all I can say. Um, it sort of reminds me of. Have you ever seen like um, on BBC? I do like a thing about uh, sort of discovering art and seeing if it's legitimate or a forgery oh, yeah. or things like that. And the whole idea of legitimate fakes that very famous artists have people who fake them. And yeah. so by themselves, the fakes now have value. So there are fakes of the fakes. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of like that sort of thing now. So In some cases, who, there are like artists who the faker became more famous than the original. Yeah. 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 So this is, but this is apparently legitimate. Uh, this is signed by Todd Rogers, who, as we've talked about, had his, uh, was banned from Twin Galaxies and had his Guinness World Record uh, rescinded because he, he's a cheating cheater who cheated. So uh, yeah, so this is a, a it's amazing the thing survived an old an old uh, old school dragster cartridge. Uh, I don't know when it was. Uh, yeah, twenty fifteen apparently it was signed. So yeah, I'm wondering how much more this made because of the recent news. Well, well it sure. sort of added some money to it, must surely. Have, yeah. Well, I think it must have added all the money to it. I mean, like, how how <laughs> rare is this game? I'm looking for it on eBay now, actually, uh, to see what what can I. Right, Atari Twenty Six Hundred Region Free Dragster. I can buy it now. Do you want to guess, or do you want me to just tell you? Six quid. I, I don't want to guess. Emma, you weren't far off. It's going for seven ninety nine. Oh. Bloody hell. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. I sh- I should have prices righted you. I should have gone for yeah. six quid and one pence. Yeah, you should you have. Yeah. Won. <laughs> I would have won. <laughs> but so yeah, this person who's been dumb enough to fall for this is assuming that writing the name Todd Rogers on this cartridge and ruining the label mm-hmm. has essentially added basically eight hundred ninety-two dollars to the price. Unless there's a so. picture of him signing it. <laughs> How do you know that's even his fucking that, that's, signature? Yeah, well, this is the, this thing, is the yeah. other interesting part of the story is that um, the guy Todd uh, Brett Weiss or Vice, I don't know. Uh, he says that uh, he met Todd Rogers at an expo in Austin. Uh, Weiss left his booth. I'm guessing he must have had something going on as well. Returned and was told by his son that while he was away, Rogers had autographed two cartridges. Without being asked, the dude—that's this, this is the kind of guy that Todd Rogers is. He just sees a dragster cartridge and thinks, "Oh, I'll sign that." Hmm. Because I am the king of all dragster. They I will am... possibly be mad with it. <laughs> Me yeah, signing, defacing something which is basically irreplaceable. I'm Todd Rogers. I am a massive, massive prick. What a bell end! <laughs> he really is. What a fucking bell end! What is it with these high score people? I know. Mm. And granted, I'm I'm painting with a wide brush there, but fuck, there seems to be a slightly higher than average concentration of bell ends in the yeah. high score area there. We yeah, we are talking. It's it's strange. The speedrunning community seems to be sort of uh, oddly polarized. Like when you watch channels and stuff of, of speedrunners. They are either the loveliest people in the world or absolute shits with very little in between. Mm. Oddly. I kind of want an Atari 2600 now. I go, of course you fucking do. <laughs> I 
I'm looking, I'm on eBay, as I said, looking, you know, this one here, 10 games, 46 quid. That's not bad. And it's the wood grain one as well, not the weird little plastic one. Well, that is the classy one. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I I'm mean, not getting um, one that isn't the wooden one. There's, that's ab- just yeah. crazy. That'd be pointless. Are you going to uh, get yeah. an old school wood surround telly to go with it like you used to have when I was growing up? Do you know what? When I was in the process of going, of, of thinking about doing YouTube videos up here in the attic, which I still might do actually, and kind of moving stuff with a plan of redecorating, I actually came up with the idea of I, I kind of want to do it like a 70s, 80s living room up here. Well, and I just was brown. Just brown. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, I was going was like to. Avocado green carpet. Um, yep. I was oh, trolling God, charity the, shops for some really <laughs> old furniture and stuff like that, and in the end, just decided no, that's stupid. Uh, but an Atari Twenty Six Hundred would go very nicely in there, as would a wooden panelled television. I would. Uh, yeah. I think I would be far more enthused about learning to drive and getting a car if I could get a wood panelled. Um, what like the old Morris Miners, whatever they're called. Yeah. The, um, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about the um, American style. We call them an estate car, but you know, yeah, it was quite quite funny. When my dad was driving, my I was driving back from Yarmouth for my dad. My dad came to visit, and I went back to London with him. And uh, we passed such a car on on the motorway, which then undertook and zoomed. It must have been like what they call like a resto mod. You know, it had obviously been juiced up with oh, like uh, a very like a, very a sleeper. Yeah. Yeah, so it went absolutely tear ass in parts, and my dad was furious, <laughs> and then spent most of about twenty minutes trying to catch up to this fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, the, I don't know why that came back to my mind just then, but yeah, it, everything is classier with wood surround. I'll just add that. Absolutely, I totally agree. We're still browsing Atari twenty six hundreds. One there, sixty seven pounds. That's a wooden one, and they all have games. And stuff. Um, oh, that one's got California games with it. And wow. Pac-Man. Oh, Because we all know how good the Atari version of Pac-Man was. It's famous. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. No, is that E.T.? That's not E.T. <laughs> there you go. Need to... No, no, it's Centipede. But th- these are games you'd want if you were getting an Atari 2600. And, I mean, yeah you better chance of getting a 2600 than to get the new retro console, which is never going to happen at this point, I think. Oh, God, yeah. no. Yeah. Still <sighs> very quiet on the Western Front there, isn't oh, it? Oh, radio silence. Radio silence. Very odd, that. Yep. Very odd. Something very bad happened to them, and they're not like, They're not going to let us know. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm closing eBay before something horrible happens. What, the whole thing? Fuck me. Yeah. I, I didn't know you had that power. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm waiting for this Game Informer page to load, but it's it's being a little... Oh, no, it's just bailed on me entirely. Oh, strange. Well, I got it up. It's um, Swery65, the guy who... Uh, he's, he's a Japanese he's, uh, game maker. Very weird. Made Deadly Premonition. Uh, which Did is something... Is it one called, is it D four? I think it goes I by uh, Dark Dreams D- Don't Die or something like that. It came out a little while ago. I believe he did that as well. He's done yeah. um, a whole bunch of other. I think uh, there was another one. Uh, what was it? Oh crap! Just I'll bring up a, a list of his games because there's yeah, been because he, he does some very friggin' weird stuff. Let's see. Uh, you, you will have seen gifts of Deadly Premonition, if nothing else. Is it, it sort of Twin Peaks if you had a head injury? Kind of weird. Sever- yeah, it yeah. is super weird. 
Uh, Deadly Premonition, D4, Dark Dreams, Don't Die. Uh, yeah. Lord of Apocalypse, Lord of Arcade. He seems to, you know, he works a lot on PlayStation. He's only just recently sort of gone multi-format. But yeah, he launched this uh, Kickstarter last year for his next theme, The Good Life, which did make me think of Tom and Barbara. Mm. But mm. Uh, oh, I love Barbara. Uh, <laughs> we all did. We all did. Everyone loves Barbara. Yeah. I worry about people who love the next door neighbor. Oh, What's your d- face? D- do you know what, though? Mm. I mean, I won't judge, but you know. She was a very tall lady. She was a very tall lady. Very tall lady. What's this about the game then? Karen? This is a game. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I got. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, he launched this the Kickstarter last year for his game, The the Good Life, which is a a mystery RPG set. And uh, it's you're playing as a, a, an American sort of photojournalist, but it's set in a sort of idyllic uh, little England, you know, style town somewhere in in england uh very idyllic the 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 happiest town in the world uh but there's a murder mystery going on and also at night everyone turns into cats including you that's horrifying (laughs) yes i know well this is the thing he launched it with this uh and then he really sort of partway through the reveal that they would be doing they would be doing two different versions where one of the depending on your preference you could do one where you play as cats or his dogs. Oh, that's better. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, surprisingly, uh, uh, the, the campaign, the Kickstarter failed to reach its uh, its goal. They were looking for one and a half mil, and they managed to raise 682,000, just shy of 683. So they've sort of retreated a little bit, uh, but now they're, they've adjusted. They, they said they're going to be relaunching it, but they're going to adjust how they approach things the amount of money that they ask for, uh, you know, what they're uh, and how they're going to uh, interact with, you know, the people who fund it. And they've also continued just sort of working on it, you know, in sort of uh, stasis mode. Uh, since then, they've changed like the art style and things. So apparently it's going to be relaunching in March. And I don't know. I may have a look, see how it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy, yeah, you know, keep, he keep knows how to make games. It. You know, this yeah. is... This is one of the things. This is a uh, a qualified game maker. He's had games that have done very well. They've, you know, a lot of them have been cult classics, but they've still made their money back. And I'm always interested to see what happens when people like this are freed from the leash of, you know, uh, a big publisher. When they have, when the, you know, people who do weird shit, when the constraints are removed from them. Because, Emma, you remember Series 3 of Twin Peaks. I do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do yeah. remember that, yes. I mean, because you're quite right. So David Lynch is basically, they gave him a pile of money and said, do what you like. And yeah. that's what Twin um, Peaks Series 3 was. Yeah. Uh, it got fucking weird. Um, it similarly, got very you weird. Know, uh, what Hideo Kojima, now that he seems to be fully in charge of you know his own thing after leaving Capcom, uh, or sorry, uh, Konami. Uh, Death Stranding is looking really, really fucking weird, and I'm looking forward to that. And I mean, it could crash and feel, but I will enjoy the experience either way. So this is the kind of thing that I dig. Yeah, I mean, it's nice as well that they've sort of gone, okay, well, we've learned something from this Kickstarter that didn't work out, and no one 
bought a bill of goods which didn't turn up as it seems to be a lot of the problems with kickstarter projects yeah so that's a good thing i mean it's not like it only missed by a little bit it kind of missed by kind of a lot so um it's total so yeah it's good that they've okay they've sort of taken that lesson and gone okay we're stepping back we're changing what we're doing we're gonna we're gonna come back now we've got a different idea in mind and a different goal so yeah i'm like you i'll be interested to to see what comes of it i haven't ever played any games i have watched a let's play of deadly premonition and was it the many a true no playthrough um i watched a bit of the many true no many a true no playthrough but yeah i just watched sort of a generic um one i found yeah. on the internet sort of thing just to see because obviously people going on and on about how weird it was and oh my goodness it, it <laughs> you have to experience <laughs> yeah it is super weird very surreal um and strangely uh old school in a way there's something very mm. playstation 2 era about it well it's a bit like how shenmue is that people yeah. only keep like real time so if you have to go to a business you can only go between nine and five so that's when the business is open yeah yeah so uh yeah this looks this looks interesting if there is a, if i obviously if there uh if there is a version if i do get a version it will be the dog version but uh yeah sounds good yeah uh poundland are gonna sell games you know <laughs> no but seriously i mean it, you know like uh, oddly prescient things where i said that if you want a, a dock for your switch hang on like a month because poundland's gonna have surprisingly good ones yeah, true it looks like it might do um this is great for me person who didn't buy a lot of games previously who has now large gaps in her game collection and you know a tenner so i can buy two games smash in i'll pop down poundland tomorrow so i got and it's only it's up to a fiver as well, so you might not have to pay that much. There you go. Um, they they they're in a deal with Music Magpie. I get the feeling that somewhere there's a, a warehouse labelled Music Magpie, and yes. they've got an overabundance of shit. They've and, got ninety eight uh, bazillion copies of Call of Duty and FIFA. Yeah, so. a significant amount of it will be mine because I do remember using Music Magpie quite a few years ago. So I'm surprised they're still around. To be honest, most places like that don't don't manage to stick about. Like, yeah, give us all your old shit and we'll give you money for it. How are you going to make money out of that? Well, like this. I mean, if I, I assume that they were melting the discs down and smoking them. I It, it, it occurred to me the other night, it, it's quite, uh, it, on the on, in a way, it's quite a good thing that we have this sort of trading things in economy because it, it keeps things cycling. You know, how many games yeah. would be just sat in attics and at the bottom of wardrobes forever unless people were act- actively being encouraged? Come on, sell this shit. And for that reason, I can get cheap Xbox 360 games. So, you know, that's all good. Really. It is turning into a bit of an antique market, isn't it? I mean, how many of those it games, is. honestly, Rich, how many of these games that you've bought that are on, you know, the shelf next to you, are you actually going to to but to play and how many are going to be in five years time end up being thrown in a box and sent to music magpie well i i get where you're coming from but i i i realize i'm saying this with with good intention but i intend to play well actually no because as i'm looking at the list right so as it's worked out i mean some of these game collections are 
basically what was just built up through owning the console. So there's some Allison mm. games on here that I'm never going to fucking touch. <laughs> you know, because I didn't then. I'm not going to now. I, that's just it. I, I have missed the Assassin's Creed boat. I don't, I, I'm just going to have to live with that at this point. Okay. Uh, so, but apart from that, everyone I've bought, I bought for a reason. And that, that reason is probably just to play it. But also there's the, look at this. What is this yeah, reason? And, you know, a few others. Like, So I don't think I'm ever going to really get into the Playboy Mansion game. But I had to have it to put on the shelf and, and see what it is. And it is exactly what you think it is. And it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an Ubisoft game. Do you have a copy of BMX Triple X? BMX Triple X? Yeah. No, no, I don't. Uh, well, that's another slot you need to fill. Yes, yes, it is. Yes. Um, I think that Playboy game is really the rudest game I have. Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> the guy game? The guy game? Yeah. That was, uh, they. I think uh, Guru Larry did a video on it a while ago, but yeah, that was a game that uh, they, it was sort of a, uh, what do you call it? It was a shitty trivia quiz game. Oh, I, I know the one you mean. It was intercut with like footage they shot at a beach during, you know, some festival where they got girls to show their boobies and they had to, uh, it went on sale. And then one of the girls saw the, the uh, you know, the footage of her showing her boobies and she was like, oh, that's funny. Because I was like 15. Yeah. And they yeah. had to call it back. Yeah, they because, did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's the only video game that's had to be recalled because it technically contained child pornography. By accident. By accident. <laughs> Oops, we've put some child porn in. We've made and sold child porn. We didn't mean Oopsie. to. Apparently, <laughs> it can just happen. So there you go. Uh, so you'll be able to get games at Poundland. I need to spend more time well, in Poundland. Don't. But what is <laughs> interesting is that on that list, they're saying they're also going to be selling PS4 and Xbox One games. Now, I haven't seen any Xbox One game retailing for less than eight quid, nine quid, even on the, the very cheapest yeah, kind yeah. of mass-produced, everyone's played it now and got bored with it, stuff in game or the uh, any other discount reselling shop. I've never seen them less than that sort of money. So they're saying they're going to be selling this generation's games at a fiver. If I mean, you want FIFA 15, you can spend less than a fiver. Okay. Um, or, or in fact, any of the FIFA games apart from 18. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I do think that, but, you know, when they say games, they do mean FIFA and Call of Duty. But you might be lucky and there's some little gem which is... Um, which is sort of snuck in. So it's worth going and turfing the shelf over yeah, and a look, I think. I, I think so. Um, and yeah, I, I don't mean to argue with you on, on the point you were making, but yeah, no. in fact, before you... No, Rich, how about her? No, I'm, well, she's no, right no, I mean, You're right, I though. You I mean, technically, there are some Xbox One games you can get for less than a fiver. But, That's fair. It's just, but, you know, I, I, not that I've uh, said Yeah, no, not that you would want either. That's, that's yeah. the thing. It, it's like... No, it is five pounds before you get to a real game. Hit her uh, with a fucking char. Uh, just because <laughs> it's like FIFA 15, FIFA 14, Pro Evo 15, FIFA 16, NBA Live 14, NFL 25. 
what? 25th anniversary of Madden. Ah, right, was. okay. Because all the others were years, and then they threw 25 yeah. at me. It's like, Five in there, yeah. Uh, am I early or late? What? You know, NBA 2K14, what NBA 2K15. <laughs> it was like, what? Okay. <laughs> um, do they know what year it is, or are they putting years in loot boxes now? And they're all the prizes up to a fiver, and they're never going to sell really any of those. Um, they might as well just be put in landfill or whatever we do with them. Recycle them appropriately, please. The world does not need that many copies of FIFA 14. <laughs> no. Uh, uh. But then, yeah, at £5, you hit real games. Tales from the Borderlands, Titanfall, later NBA live games. But yeah, you're right. It's, it's PS4 games as well aren't cheap. I could do with getting my PS4 library to be bigger. Well, mine's, like I said, when I, uh, I've i sort of downscaled mine to just PlayStation 4 exclusives, because, you know, <clears throat> what else am I going to play on it? PC Master Race, yep. Yeah, damn straight. Um, so, yeah, that's all, you know, that it's considerably smaller. But even though it's getting more condensed, there's some good stuff in there. I've just started playing the Uncharted collection. I'm going to play through the whole series, uh, start to finish. Uh, so I'm in the middle of the... I'm, oh, no, I'm not in the middle. I've just started the first one, uh, which... It feels old. It feels, I feel, you know, I can feel its age, but, you know, I'm looking they, forward to getting to the more recent stuff. They look gorgeous, though, don't they? I mean, four they, looks they, great. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, four looks great. Even two, I, I think two is the only one I've ever played before. I right. believe I played that many years ago, like when it first came out, because uh, I don't know what circumstances came upon me. I think I may have gotten that's, I think I may have gotten it for free. As um, do you remember when the there was the massive PlayStation Network uh, hack years and oh, years God, ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then eventually afterwards, they were like, "Okay, here, have a bunch of free games." I think Stop I may. Have, us. Yes, I think I may have gotten it in that. Possibly, uh, I may be misremembering, but that's yeah. But I'll happily happily replay it. I re- I remember enjoying it somewhat. Allison loved them all. Absolutely mm. loved them all. Uh, Including the one that came out last year, yeah. Um, oh, because they're technically sort of five now. There's well, four and a half. They yeah, out, um, yeah. It's like a four point five. Yeah, four point five. Different character, or you know, side characters, but you know, apparently, yeah, apparently that did very well as well. She really enjoyed it. It, it looked good. They're, yeah. they're not my kind of game at all. They're, there's very well, linear. I, yeah, very I, I, I could go on a, a big talk about it and, and why they're just not my kind of game. But I can, like Mario, I can appreciate them for what they are and they look Absolutely. clearly to How be... are they in comparison to the rebootified Tomb Raider? Uh, they are... Uh, they are very... Uh, they're very on reels. You sort okay. Of, you do. It's uh, the... They are... At least I can say the first three are very much uh, a series of corridors connecting, right. you know, sort of a slightly open area. Then you're on to the next corridor. Very little backtracking, very little, you know, whereas the rebooted Tomb Raiders took sort of a, a hub world approach where, yes. you know, you had a hub world that then you, and you went go off, off to this section. Yeah. And that was sort of its own contained open world. But there were linear parts and, you know, uh, the rebooted Tomb Raiders are far more open than... Um, yeah, because I I liked the rebooted Tomb Raiders very much. I, mean, I like the I like Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm, I hope that there's another one out sort of before I get much older, um, because you know I, I'm it's all, I mean I never really played many of the Tomb Raiders before, so the the rebooted ones was a nice place to jump on, and 
you know, if I ever did go down the get get a PS4 or something like that, then I would sort of go. Uh, the Uncharted are the ones I would sort of gravitate towards. I think. Yeah. So yeah, I think okay. they're sort of a lot of people say they're uh, they're like a a much better version of the old school Tomb Raider games. Right. Is you know okay. a sort of a perfection of that formula. Almost. Gotcha. I think apparently Uncharted 4, they did, it's still very linear, but they added, like, instead of it being one corridor, they did the sort of where, you know, you can make your way, it's a much bigger area that you can make your way through multiple lanes and you can crisscross, but eventually you are still heading in the same direction. Right. And I just looked while you were thinking there, because it's something my little sister asked uh, last night, uh, the new Tim Raider film is nearly out as well, which is basically yeah. a retelling of the uh, the rebooted Tomb Raider game from, you know, the few years ago, but it's March yeah. 16th. It's crept up on us. Yeah, film me once though. Having I've watched the other two, two Tomb Raider fucking yeah. movies yeah. Um, and also I've played the game so why do I need to watch the movie sort of yeah. thing because the movie is like a much shorter, condensed version of a game I liked, so yeah, I don't it know. it looks like they really are. Yeah, it, it does look like a pretty straight re- uh, filming of the See you on Netflix movie. <laughs> uh, and finally tonight, yeah. U- Ubisoft focusing on adding more DLC to Assassin's Creed Origins. <laughs> Brackets I'm so rather than making a new game. Um, I'm conflicted because Hooray I, is a game I already paid for. Yes, please give me more than <laughs> the thing I already paid for. Um, yeah, especially when I, I think we both have the season pass. So yeah. Yes, yeah, we do. So yes, please, please make my decision to spend another thirty pounds on this game worth it. Um, it's yeah, uh, I'm I'm pleased. But what's quite interesting is that, I don't know if you saw that Ubisoft sort of put, had there were some slides that appeared from a, a talk that some Ubisoft executive gave or something like that about their upcoming sort of their business model now. Right. And the idea is that they are now moving towards this idea of a long, a longer arc of supporting putting more content in games they published before. Yeah, rather than churning out new annualized, games annualized yeah. games which hooray because you know the assassin's creed in particular has benefited massively for not being annualized uh, yeah for, the annual for, the yeah. annual release mar- uh, schedule really really Bullet did some it. damage yeah. to assassin's creed by the end um yeah it doesn't um, you know it didn't it, taking the the extra year on origins it did a lot for the game it didn't cure everything the sort no. of current the present storyline is still a fucking shambles Yes. Um, but at least the overall experience was far more enjoyable. Considering Ubisoft, and whenever it said, I, I did think there, I had a second thought there once I said, we both have the season pass. Uh, when they say they're adding more DLC, do you think they could move towards doing what they're doing with uh, Rainbow Six? Uh, yeah, Siege, where they have the season passes. Uh, like you, you know, yeah. where they actually have multiple seasons, so yes. we may end up having to buy the season two pass. That might happen. Actually, I hadn't thought of that, but now you say I that. Hadn't yeah, that's... that until until like, yeah, until that... you said it there. <laughs> That's that's a worrying possibility, but yeah, I was about to say thank you very much to everyone who's still playing Rainbow Six for effectively pay. You know, your, the amount of money you're putting into it has meant that the game that I like is getting more of the content. Yeah. In getting more content, which is great. But yeah, it definitely seems to be. I mean, obviously, they're not doing this because they love us so huggy muggy much <laughs> and want us to give us more of the game we like. It's because 
they've already all the money, all the sunk costs they've got of this game mostly is now in it. So everything they get after this is purely cash. Um, so it's it benefits them massively as a company, and that's why you ain't going to get GTA Six anytime soon because GTA Five hit on this formula first, essentially. Yeah. That you have a base game that you just keep adding multiplayer stuff, multiplayer stuff, multiplayer stuff, and people were essentially now playing it forever. And there's no compelling reason to ever make GTA Six now. Yeah, and we were also talking about it last week where it can pop up in surprising places like with uh, dying light yeah that three-year-old single-player game that's still receiving support and new content so clearly there's you know this is a way that is possible to do so yeah. you know and if it it ends up giving us you know i will happily uh, i didn't again i was slightly off i had i didn't play syndicate i you know was very put off by unity mm-hmm. but I didn't miss Assassin's Creed for the year it wasn't there. No, I didn't. I think because as well, because I was playing catch up essentially until I got oh, to so Syndicate. Yeah. Yeah, um, that I w- cause I was playing them in a compressed way. Uh, by the time I got to Syndicate, I was like, if I ever see an Assassin's Creed game again, <laughs> I will scream. Um, <laughs> but obviously by the time that it had been long enough that by the time as the end, the time it was called empire um, was, they were starting to get rumored and it's always going to be in ancient Egypt. And I was getting more and more hyped up for it. So by the time it came, I was glad it was here. And um, the problem was uh, problem is i think with this method is it's good if you are a fan of a franchise which they're making more of the thing that you like or the game that you like the problem is if you're like you know say for if you, you weren't office, into it, it. Yeah. Yeah. if you weren't into it so say your you, your favorite game series is made by a big company well for example like ubisoft but then ubisoft put all their time and energy into Rainbow Six and you like, I don't give a shit about Rainbow Six. When are you going to make a game that I like? And they're like, well, we're not going to make a game that you like because, you know, we're just making straight bank out of... It won't be profitable compared to us doing a, a much less... Putting these developers that we've got making extra bits for rainbow six with all the assets that we've got already the so, ea model essentially yeah essentially, how many yeah, so. dead franchises do they have that they're not going to reserve you know bring back because they murdered yeah. them fucking brutally <laughs> nobody yeah. wants to see that corpse again well yeah because it's where you just churn out a madden every year yeah. and everyone's happy um that makes you all the money that you need essentially and uh, all the th- the thing that you love goes by the wayside so that's that's the problem i mean because me and mike benefit from this business model because they're making more origins which we like <laughs> yeah. um yeah. but the minute it it switches we'll be going this is a fucking outrage make some a new thing i mean like say people who really want rockstar to make yeah. something anything anything just do <laughs> so- something link if you can hear us Rockstar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't need another six cars for my fucking garage in GTA Five. I need another game. And I was thinking the other thing, though. Uh, it, it's interesting that they've taken this approach, uh, or it seemed to be taking this approach, rather than I assume they might do take the um, the sort of uh, Activision Treyarch route with the Call of Duty, that the Call of Duty series took, where each game has a you know they leapfrog each other. Each game has yeah. a two-year development cycle, but they each release, you know, one year after the other. So that did that did pretty good for the the you know the the Call of Duty franchise. People have their favorite. Some people buy all of them. Some people just buy the Infinity Black War. Ops, yeah, some people yeah. buy Block, yeah, Cobblops or whatever. 
Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, I mean, so I kind of favour that as well, actually. I mean, because I'm sort of one of these weirdos who, like with movies, like this is why I've sort of like the Cloverfield approach. I mean, we're, we're, you know, leaving the quality of those movies aside, the idea that essentially we have a franchise, you can buy the rights to make a movie of this franchise. Mm. And, you know, if it does well, great. But it's like it's in that universe, but they don't necessarily relate to each other. Anthology. You know, one to two to three to four. Yeah, anthology style. So, yeah, yeah I, I kind of in, almost in favor of Ubisoft say, right, okay, give us, come, come to us and give us a tender for the next Assassin's Creed game. That is, yeah. That's if not we bad like your concept, we will give you the license to make this Assassin's Creed game. And I mean, then someone think, else can make you an Assassin's Creed game. That's kind of essentially what they did with Watch Dogs. They hedged their bets and they yeah. put out the first Watch Dogs. And there was like hints that it might be in the same universe, but they weren't saying. And then Watch Dogs 2 came out and there was like even more hints. And then Origins came out and they're like, okay, yes, it's yeah, it is it's modern day universe. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I kind of like that if idea. If they were to of, do that, if like, you know, one year you got an, uh, an uh, Assassin's Creed, the next year you got a Watch Dogs. And they actually, that would allow them to do something with the modern time storyline. Yeah. I mean, the only problem is, is if both of them try and do, you know, you get two tenders of someone makes this Assassin's Creed game and someone makes this, someone else makes this Watch Dogs game. Obsessively, mm. there are games in the same timeline. If they then contradict each other, that's where, I mean, but mind you, well, that's a problem for the Bring me on and I would it. stop that yeah. shit down. <laughs> that is my well, favorite I mean, but, thing. <laughs> you know, I mean, but uh, that's, you know, I mean, that's only a problem for a small percentage of the people who play all of these games, right? Yeah. To to Ubisoft, it's like, okay, well, so, we shifted so many units. Who gives a fuck about a few people on the internet going? All well, these timelines don't match up. They couldn't give a shit. So, um, yeah, I, mean, I, they, I do they wonder fucking if out of the film, the Assassin's Creed film, the, the game's that timeline. Film, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 come on. At least shirtless fast band. I mean, you can get Ugh. that elsewhere. But you know, yeah, exactly. I can see, I can see his dong like on Netflix <laughs> yes, you can. right now if I want. Um, but it's let's um, all do that. <laughs> let's all do that. Adjourn, podcast adjourned. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was. Mm, I mean, it has many, many pitfalls for people who are super yeah. into the continuity of some of these games, right? But I think in terms of like putting a game out and getting things published, I kind of almost wish that people were gay. Okay, right. Open season. Come to us with concepts for an Assassin's Creed game, your budget, yeah. whatever. And if we like it, go make it. Franchise it like McDonald's. Yeah. Rich, opinion? I think you're right. Thought so. That's it. That's my opinion on that. Um, yeah, add more stuff to Assassin's Creed. Why the fuck not? <laughs> just, just keep well, I mean, making don't make me pay games. <laughs> Yeah, make games. Make that's the thing. I I I am sort of worried that there's going to be many less games with content, which is fine if you like those games. If you don't, you're just a bit boned now because there's much less IP coming out. It feels like. Yeah, but you know what? There's always new games. The indies really are um, knocking it out of the park. They really are. There, there is no it's, shortage of good games available for for there reasonable are, I, prices. I wish- I wish I, uh, I wish I'd composed a list. Now I'd love to uh, build up a list of sort of, because I'm sure there's an industry, a little cottage industry in this. Uh, all the games, all the franchises that EA and other big IP, other big publishers have, you know, destroyed and retired. I'd love to compile a list of all of the indie spiritual successors that have come out of those. Mm. You know, the way, you know, they killed off, uh, they murdered SimCity. 
and along comes City Skylines to take its place. Uh, you know, the roller poster tycoon, roller poster. Yep. Mm, you uh, do. The roller coaster tycoon games. Uh, you know, they've been pretty much buried at this point, but you have planet coaster and, uh, things like that. I might, I might make a list. I like making lists. Lists are good. Lists are good. They let you know what order things come in. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think you're, you're right there. The, the Indies are knocking it out of the park. And I, I've been playing games for nearly 40 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm very sure that EA, you know, just thinking what part they played in that, and it's not that big. And if mm-hmm. they went away and I never got to play another EA game again, I don't think I'd, I'd give a shit. And that's just one company. I think that, you know, if the EA died, was, it'd be like the, uh, it'd be like the end of it. Where all the little yeah. children, the dead kids, their spirits are finally freed and they float away. I, I just think that's, if the if, if the triple A game film, industry, the, what in yeah, the book, they're all fucking dead, and then there's a gangbang. There <laughs> is. I, I, there I is. wish that's so weird, but um, <laughs> but yeah, if the triple A game industry wants to pull itself apart and not make games, then fine, fine. There's other games to play, um, and. You know, if they want to go this route of games as a service, again, fine. I'm not going to pay for that. I don't have to pay for that. So I'm not mm. going to. So if you want to do that, cool. That's that's the decision you've made. Uh, there's other games. There's games everywhere. So, yeah, they can do what they want, really. Mm-hmm. And there aren't really any... I'm just trying to think if there if there are any franchises that really I care if I never got to play another one. I don't think so. Hmm. Like it, it'd be nice. I mean, maybe the Nintendo stuff. That, but that's that's. I, I don't fear it happening with the Nintendo stuff. Like, I don't feel like Zelda as a service. Well, they're on the up. Yeah, it is. I gone. think I'd be. I think I'd be sad if I couldn't ever play another Fallout game. Yeah, actually, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a good example. Damn it. <laughs> But, you know, the, how many games have I played over my lifetime where you just got to play that game and that was it? And that was in 1987 and I'll never play that game again and, and that's it. And Until that's they okay. remake it. <laughs> remaster yeah, it, uh, you know. Bring out the 4K version of Harrier Attack on the Amstrad. Just, <laughs> although don't do that, anyone, please. Don't. Oh, actually, no. Make an 80s era air combat movie. With Harriers. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Anyway, that's all the news. Yes. Now our week's experiences with games. I I have some stuff. Okay. I operated on my Switch this week. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I uh, The back panel was creaky and cracked and, and not doing well. So I decided to order a new one and replace uh-huh. it. Yeah, that didn't. It was not as straightforward as I thought. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, I really. thought there were plenty of guides for that out there. There, there are. Uh, I I chose to go the route of fucking it and just getting my screwdriver and cracking into it. Right now, Rich, I just want to see. Can you pinpoint where you went wrong with that? It was when the thought occurred. It was. And you decided to do it. <laughs> <laughs> And then you order the screwdrivers and they come and you're like, well, I can just do anything now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I've been, and the worst thing is, right, with that screwdriver set I ordered, um, I ordered it as a switch 
screwdriver set. But it's not labelled like that. It's it's labelled as a mobile phone toolkit. Clearly, all these things use the same tools. So I've just been walking around the house like, what can I open? <laughs> <laughs> what can I get into now that I'm not supposed to? <laughs> oh, shit. You know, but... So, yeah, I t- the, the problem is, is there, there are things that attach to that back panel that did not come with that back panel. So that made it a little trickier. And I've had a look inside the switch, which was interesting. I might need to replace the thermal paste because I pulled something off that I wasn't supposed to. But, yeah, it, it went all right in the end. And for eight quid, I've now got a switch with a non-cracked back panel. Which cool. I'm surprised you didn't take the opportunity to get one of the uh, the transparent or translucent cases. Uh, they were significantly more expensive than the thing I got. And oh, would, right, okay. And would also, <laughs> I did look into that, and there was a really nice white one, uh, and that came with uh, Joy-Con uh, cases mm-hmm. as well. And I'd read the reviews, and it was things like, there were people complaining the screw holes don't line up properly and oh, stuff right, like okay. that. And you also, because you're swapping out the guts of the entire thing, then you're mm. into like, let's remove the screen and the touch digitizer. And it's, I'm not getting into that. Just, I oh, just, right. Cause most of the, uh, most of the ones that I've seen, uh, it doesn't actually affect, uh, you don't change the case on the front of the, you know, the panel. It's just the back plate and the Joy Cons. I haven't seen many that actually like do anything to the, uh, the, the front panel of the Switch. All which right. looks a little bit odd, but still okay because it has, you know, the switch has um, fairly decent sort of bevels around it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't get the whole bevelless thing. I like a bevel. I'm happy with a bevel. It makes I've never me feel cared like, about the it bevel. Makes me feel like my 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 screen is sort of you know nicely contained. You have something safe. to hold on to. Absolutely. Um, but I can, I you know, it's no secret, but yeah, there's something in every square millimeter of that switch. It's it's full of yeah. stuff. It is remarkably um, packed. But yeah, it turned out I'd actually dam- seriously like damaged the back panel, and there are now loose bits of plastic in there that I couldn't get to. Wow. Um, How do you think you did that? I think it might be one of the two times I've dropped it. Well, that would do Yeah, that would be it, yeah. <clears throat> so it turns out, yeah, because at the bottom of it, where the back plate was lifting up, it shouldn't. That should be screwed in. But that the, is the two that little brackets had, had shattered, and then I could retrieve one of them, uh, but the other is is it, I couldn't find it, and it, it's not rattling around. So um, that I, is that, that's actually something I've never thought of to ask before. But um, I have a ten inch. Uh, it's a what do you call it? The it was the Nexus Nine tablet. Um, it was a disaster. Never. Well, you can't buy one, but people in the past who you somehow were are hearing so this. pleased about that when you got it. I was so pleased you with it. All over Facebook with my look at my Nexus Nine tablet, and isn't this better than? I didn't know you didn't like. You kept quieter about the not it, liking it. It took mm. a while. It took right. a while for the uh, the problems to show up. Um, and boy, howdy, did they show up! It basically, it's a great. It it should have been great. But they uh, they are like stuck in they you know really great processor for the time beautiful screen absolutely great screen the th- the main reason I wanted it was for reading comics which is what I still use it for but the way the the where they fucked up was they massively understocked it with RAM so it became slow as shit as more updates came out uh. to the OS and it just you know it was a case where it, it really it now it really chugs it, it's it's bad. 
but uh, it's probably about the same weight as a Switch. And I get like fatigued if I'm watching something on it or reading it and I have to hold it, you know, about, you know, if I'm lying in bed or something, I'm, I'm holding it. I get, you know, tired holding it pretty quickly. So is that a problem with the switch? What's no, the weight no. situation like, you know, because you say you've dropped it twice. So, well, that's just me being a clumsy moron. Um, Fair enough. And so I you will don't say, feel like I, it's too. It, no, it's not too heavy at all. It's a nice weight. Okay. Because uh, it's the kind okay. of thing you, you don't want it to be. You, you, as Agreed. much as you don't want it to, to be too heavy, you, too light, it would feel cheap and nasty and horrible. It um, needs to have a good weight in your hand. It also helps that you, your arms, the width of it helps, and your arms are comfortably spread apart. Right. Um, I guess that actually depends on how wide you are. Um, but that's for, true. Yeah, that's uh, true. For me, for me, it's okay. And um, you know, I suppose thickness is important too. Not as much as Apple would like you to think it is. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, the does switch the switch is, have a headphone port? It does. Good on them. It you does. can't take that for granted nowadays. No, it has a headphone port <sighs> and USB-C. Um, and, of course, it's a switch, so if it gets heavy, you put it down. Yeah. You know, it, it's that simple. And you either i have got a little stand or yeah. it stands on its own sometimes, and uh, it's fine. Apparently, yeah. there are a lot of... You can get... <laughs> that is one of the things people have been having to replace quite a lot is the, uh, the little kickstand, because it is flimsy AF. It's made to break away. Yeah, absolutely. It's a you feel know, safe it, type thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it was one of the pieces I had to take off the old one and attach to the new one. That kind of thing. It, it, they are flimsy. It's a shit kickstand. I'll be honest. On anything less than a perfectly flat table, it's useless. Um, Plus, it's off center, isn't it? It's not in the middle. It's yeah. So it, it does fall yeah. over a lot. It, it yeah. really is. You can sort of balance it and don't touch it. And sort we'll of a very right. basic physics mistake there you made, Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, and of course, I could have done without the charging port being on the bottom. Everyone could have done without that. That is a stupid decision that yeah. will haunt them well into that console's lifespan. Yeah, it is. So I, I prefer to use... I've just got a little uh, stand that if already they, made. If uh, they do you know, a hardware revision or a new version of it and they don't fix that, people will be pissed. Yeah, that's something that needs fixing. Um, and that would make me buy a new hardware version. <laughs> it, it really would. It's that much of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get a little stand that raises it up off the table an inch and is, you know, it's got several angles on it. It actually just sits here on my desk. So I don't have a, another screen in front of me mm. and play switch. Um, but yeah, they're not too heavy. I've also Good. developed a sort of hunched over position, but that's, that's also due to just general bad posture. And age. And age and overweightedness. Yes. Lack, yes. And a lack of a strong core, whatever <laughs> the fuck that means. Um, so, yeah, I did that. It could be done. It was eight quid from <laughs> Replace Base or something. I found a and website. if he can do it. <laughs> well, yeah. That, I mean, that's the other thing. I could have sent it off to Nintendo because I think that... The, <laughs> How much would that have cost you? <laughs> well, I, I think... S- I, I kind of thought I could have got it done for nothing uh, based on the fact that, uh, that one of the cracks was a manufacturing fault. Oh, It, right, it okay. was a known problem with early switches that they overtalked some of the screws and it cracked the back panel. Right. Um, and so I had that. 
uh, it would have been would have seen how nice they were at Nintendo, having seen that it had clearly been dropped a couple of times and still sticking to that. But that's yeah, enough. I just thought of this. Is there a we we always hear of Nintendo of Japan and Nintendo of America? Is there a Nintendo of Europe? I think so. Must be. I mean, yeah. I presume there is. I can't remember where I sent my Joy-Con to. Yeah, Nintendo yeah. of Europe, autocomplete, yeah. But they must just hand or, handle, you know, manufacturing and stuff. They don't make games. Yeah, they they're, not, they're not doing the same work as Nintendo America. Yeah. Hmm. Be interesting to see what you can get out if you opened up a, a European-based Nintendo. Maybe, God, maybe Ubisoft will become, you know, a subsidiary of them will become Nintendo of America if things continue the way they're going. Maybe so. Maybe so. Um, so yeah, that was one thing. The other thing I was going to talk about was I finally have played Bayonetta. Ah, right. Okay. Uh, fuck. That was awesome. (laughs) Really, really enjoyed it. Um, I've had to take, right. I got to play the first chapter or something. It's split into chapters. Uh, and then it's coming out on the switch on Friday. I have the 360 version. Oh, right. Okay. And so, yeah. Yeah, so I pre-ordered the Switch version for Friday. So we'll, so I can't really play it more on the Xbox. I have to wait until the Switch version comes and play that one. Uh, I, I, yeah, that's annoying when that happens. It really is. It makes me wish that you could just have save files that worked on a game, regardless of platform. It re- That should be the thing. Some places do it. That is the one of the few benefits of... All these bloody places opening up, uh, you know, their own online, you know, like uh, Uplay and Rockstar have one, uh, yeah. you know, their own sign in thing. But very few of them actually take advantage of that and allow you to port your save game across. I think they may, at least on the Xbox, uh, Microsoft might be a bit touchy about that because they are pissy when it comes to achievements. Mm. Right, so, yeah. The idea of importing a you know a cracked save file which has you know ah yeah of course they're very very yeah because they lean heavily into gamer score like a bunch of fucking idiots yeah but it, it must be technically possible because I'm sure yeah Word save files are simple you know MP3s yeah. you can have save a file files, format that is readable by an app that on save any files platform. have never really you know advanced beyond you know the old school nes password systems it's a bunch of co- it's, a, it's a few lines of code that tells the game he's here he has this uh and you know this is where all his stats are or sometimes she because girls do things now and there are girls in games now mm. i'm very aware of that it, they sometimes um, wear glasses and have big hair and spindly limbs yes yes exactly like like uh, bayonetta mm. yes so yeah uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it now it, it's Bayonetta 2 on a cartridge with a download code for Bayonetta 1, which was pissing me off because I like physical copies. But now I've got a physical (laughs) copy of Bayonetta for the Xbox 360. I'm not that pissed off about not having one for the Switch. I'll I'll play the download version, whatever. I'm I'm wondering if Bayonetta 2 will ever come to uh, PC (laughs) because Bayonetta 1 did eventually. Well, yeah, and everywhere else, based on the fact that I, I think it was always going to be a Wii U exclusive, and then it was come on, you've sold like no Wii U's. You've got to let <laughs> us out of this. You've got also, to let us put it on something else, please. Yeah, game. There's, if there's one thing uh, aside from our trust that the video game industry has completely and utterly destroyed in the 
past sort of decade, it's the meaning of the word exclusive. Mm. Fuck yeah. Nintendo, um, I think, are the only ones who still have exclusives. Yeah, <sighs> for, like forever exclusives. You, you're yeah. not getting Super Mario Odyssey on any other platform ever. Yeah. Just deal with it. Um, mm. So that's it. And I've pre-ordered from Game. Wow. Um, so mm. we'll see how Good that goes. Good luck with that. Yeah, thank you. Um, I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be <laughs> probably. Right. Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. It's it's an experiment because you're not pre-ordering. It's just a regular edition, isn't it? You're not like a, it over pre-ordered any kind of yeah, limited special edition. No, there is a special edition at seventy quid, but I don't like it that much. Um, you know, and I nor do I want some Bayonetta stickers or a Bayonetta oh. figurine to put on the shelf and continue. I think the last time I got dust. something that because it had stickers was a Where's Wally magazine when I was a kid because it came with stickers of Wally. Now, and I, this children out there, this is not Wally. This is Wally. Yeah. Or, 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 where is he? Waldo. He was an elusive motherfucker. Or Waldo. He has yeah. a different name in every freaking country, which makes him even harder to find. Sneaky. Very my, clever. My dad got me a book. Find the stickers. My, my dad got me a book for Christmas. Where is Donald Trump? And it's a Where's Wally book, <laughs> but with <laughs> Donald Trump's. It's hilarious. Um, Spoiler alert, Rich, it's the golf course. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I'm not, not pre-ordering the special edition. Fuck that. I don't want the poster. He says, <laughs> sat looking at one, two, eight, ten I, posters. I, <laughs> on the wall in front of my desk, ten posters instead of any form of wall decoration. Because it's hideous up here. There you go. Well, the thing about game posters is they always fold them, which ruins them. Yeah. If they True. put them in, if they put them in a tube, I'd be happy. It was and actually one of the things that because uh, I got uh, the Metal Gear Solid Five Special Edition, and there were problems with that um, at launch. It you know took a while to get here. A few days later, in the post from Game, I did get like it was a fucking massive, uh, not quite a three, sort of in between a a four and a three. Um, sized envelope like reinforced with cardboard which had a poster a metal gear poster in it and it was kind of awesome it was like dudes tubes get on the shit it is not new technology that they're, they're a fucker to package though that that's what it is it's so much easier to just fold a poster you just fed it in a4 envelope then you haven't got to buy a special tube tube a tube, tube. <laughs> Uh, so that's Please me say, for this week. Excuse oh. us for this brief interlude where we're going to say the word tube, <laughs> tube. a lot. Tube. It's fun to say fun words. It's a fun word. Um, the other thing I've been playing is Disgaea 5, uh, which I've mentioned I got for my birthday a couple of weeks ago, but I'm, I'm well into it now. That's a very yeah. fun game. Um, it's RPG? It is. It's just a simple turn-based RPG as a game, but oh, th- there's it's great storytelling and great characterization and... It works well, uh, so I'm I'm still getting used to certain bits, but I'm a, I'm a good sort of ten hours in now, and into the weird Japanese music and stuff. It's it's odd. Uh, is it is it like a fifty to sixty hour game? No, it's bigger. They they oh, they say hundred hours. <laughs> so that's pretty standard though for JRPG, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mean you'd be disappointed if it was anything less than a hundred. That's the tutorial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I was going to say, now you can actually go into the big world. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'll, I'll, it will just stick around for longer 
because of that. It's not going to take up all my time. It's not uh, sort of, I can't play anything else till I finish Disgaea 5 kind of thing. It's a, I feel like gaming watchlistic, you know, let's have a go on that for an hour kind of game, which is fine, you know. Um, so I will definitely get my mother's money's worth out of it. <laughs> that is me for this week then. Cool. Uh, Emma? Emma's been quite boring uh, this week. I've just been uh, picking away at uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes Two again. I was—I'm um, so tempted that uh, popped up when I started up Steam today that it's on offer. Um, and I was like, uh, I was about to send you a tweet. Should I get this? And I was like, don't send that because she's fucking mental. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I would have given you a um, a fair assessment of. I think it's one of the more boring. Lego games that I've played. Um, I looked at the reviews, and that seems to be a bit of a a thing that like people are a bit annoyed with that for it being a bit duller. Yeah, it's kind of dull. I think there's too many uh, story levels, uh, which is a weird thing to say because the real joy of the newer Lego games is the hub world, Um, and Lego Marvel Superheroes Two has got quite interesting hub world in its Chronopolis. So there's lots of different time periods all in one big hub world so you can go around and you, you know end up in egypt or like in manhattan noir as they call it and all that sort of thing it's oh, right. it's, it's quite cool and there's lots of different i mean as well if you're really into your comic books um you know it's cool to run around as all these different characters but multiple um, eras of the same character type multiple thing? eras the same characters yeah so um oh so that's why spider-man 2099 is on the front Yes. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's lots of different eras, and I mean that is all very fun. But um, there, it does come a point where you're in the story levels, and it's mostly based around big boss fights. Um, right. So you are just sort of running through a series of kind of move block puzzles to get to the boss fight, which is basically stand there, avoid a few attacks, spam X until your thumb falls off, win. Um, okay. <laughs> and as well for the nutcase completionists like me as well, I mean, that many levels and then the <sighs> amount of collectibles in the levels and then you've got to get all the collectibles in the hub world and then, uh, yeah, it's, it is one of the more boring ones. I would I say was, that... I um, was very tempted to get your recommendation or review, but then I remembered the last one I played was the first Marvel superheroes. And I did remember that I got halfway through and got very bored. Yeah. I mean, cause for some reason I played that one as well. And yeah, I was the same and it's got extremely wonky flight controls as yes. well. Yeah. Um, the first uh, Marvel superheroes. So yeah, that is frustrating actually. Um, I would say that uh, the Lego Marvel Avengers is better. Right. Um, it's I say the the um, the levels are m- much more fun. Um, there's no big stupid sort of boss fights, and you know constantly getting killed and coming back to the stage and just spamming attacks. So yeah, it's the, the puzzles are a lot more fun. The levels are more fun. The hub world is, although it's only it's basically just Manhattan. Um, it's you know there's loads and loads to do, and the little missions are fun. And yeah, so I think if you want sort of a superhero based Lego game. Go for the Avengers. Avengers. Okay. Yeah. I might check that try out. Try that one first. Uh, yeah. Try that one and see what you think of it. I'll see if but, it. Uh, uh, I'll see if it goes on sale because I think we're. I think possibly tomorrow, the lunar seal might be starting on Steam. Possibly. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because I think that's that lines up with the holiday. I think. Yeah. So. I think so. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I'm only sort of, it's one of those things of I'm literally just playing this now because it's now on my gamer card and I want to complete it sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's one of those ones I will just sort of pick up every so often and chip away a bit at it and then go and play something else. But yeah, I've just been chipping away at it this week and uh, got the levels, sto- the, the levels sort of completed. So now it's going to be a case of going back and do the collectibles and then doing the hub world and that sort of stuff. So um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of content. And I think it's one of those games that it's mostly almost it's sort of with the couch co-op with kids sort of thing now oh yeah, yeah. They, they you know they sort of what it's sort of a game that they want you to play they definitely want two of you on in the same place at the same time playing it because like playing it single player in the levels is usually just you and one other character or maybe three in this one it's like five so you're up because right. it's this thing of like you're trying to switch the character you need's ability to do the you know do solve the puzzle so you end up pressing the change character one and just switching between the same two you know the character you need to run off into different the levels you gotta go find them and then stand next to them and press the button so you can switch next to them and oh uh, it's, it's it's just a pain it's just little yeah. niggly things like that are a bit annoying about it but so yeah um that's basically all i've been playing this week <laughs> fair enough Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, because I do remember the yeah you know, the, all the ones I played. It has been two characters on screen that you sw- switch between. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine upping that. Providing yeah, five any kind is of, irritating. Yeah, yeah I say there is one level where there was five, and one of the to to solve a puzzle to move on to the next bit, you had to get four characters on four different buttons. So you switch characters, make one stand there, switch to another one and move it. And then you found that one of them is being attacked by an enemy and then is walked off the buttons. You have to switch it back, put them back on the button, go back, go back, go back. And yeah, trying to get all four of them into one place at one time was extremely irritating. Most games would like, if you were doing that and you stood on the button as the character you're controlling, the the game would go like, okay, make the other other four would just automatically do that. So yeah, that well, seems they, a bit they've different. done that in previous Lego games. In previous Lego games, if there's two, yes. like you got two characters and there's two switches, you stand on one switch, the other character goes and stands on the, the second switch. Yeah. Not in this game. Yeah. I was going to say because there are a lot of levels with just endlessly spawning enemies as well. So you can't just clear everything out and then do it. You, you can't you just clear it and then do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds irritating. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll be buying that game. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh so is that uh, anything else no that's that's pretty okay. much it to be honest yeah i uh, haven't had a little i haven't had a huge amount of time this week well, so yeah same, been picking at that same here actually funny enough although i i put a little bit more time into ukulele and oh. i don't think it's going to be sticking around uh i was right i i looked into it i had a look at the achievements and you remember saying last week about how it, it seemed unlike the games that it's based on where they would have like six, seven, maybe even more different worlds, and you'd have six or so uh, things to get in each world with a mm-hmm. few extra bonus ones for like collecting a bunch of stuff. Um, I was right that uh, this is taking a different approach where there's only five worlds in this, and each one has like 25 different things in it. So there's a lot less variety uh, in the world, and you know, just in general, in what you'll be going around, and also. I kept hitting it, getting into a problem where it's because of the slightly Metroidvania approach they've taken, where you unlock new moves, which allows you to access new areas. I kept coming across the problem where when I went into a level, I would see a thing and I would be like, okay, I can go did it, did it and get to there and there and there. And then I'll be up there and I'll see what's up there. I would 
go through all those steps, sometimes from like precision platforming, really annoying having to do it multiple times. And then I'd get to the very top of the thing or the end of the, you know, the uh, assault, uh, the, the course only to find that, oh, I don't have the move that I need to actually access this. Mm. So they made me jump through a bunch <sighs> of fucking hoops just to show, you know, without telling me, yeah, you're not going to be able to actually finish this. And then you have to go all the way back through it. Just it's technically very competent. It's exactly what they said it would be. But somehow it just isn't as good as it's not as good as I remember them being the, that kind of game being. And I genuinely think there's a few mistakes they made that made it not as good, despite modern, you know, contrivances and stuff. Um, I would be very interesting to see what they could do with a sequel. Right. But I don't think, yeah, I don't think this is going to stick around as well as that the, the sort of the what would you call it the design of the world it's very cool like the characters yuka and lele are you know really cool and there's a bunch of characters that sort of fit that design thing but then as i was going through i would occasionally bump into like characters who were like you're like you're like from a different game uh you know design wise you do not look you, you know you do not match this world at all and that was kind of you know broke me out of it and again the thing that i said i suspected might annoy me with the self-awareness you know the whole we're in a game this is a game we're playing a game you wouldn't mm. usually find this in this kind of game it does create on you so yeah i'm glad they did i'm glad they made it <laughs> i'm sure a lot of people enjoyed it but it's just not it's just it's sort of that thing of you know banjo kazooie did all those things better, in, better. Almost, even yeah. with its mistakes it, yeah, it somehow did them better. Um, so, although this is a very nice version of that sort of game, which again, which like Banjo is like saying, "This is a game. Look at this game we're playing," and yeah. all the sort of collectory bits and adding moves and all this sort of thing. It's like, but every yeah, you, even you feel, the self awareness like yeah. was there in Banjo, but it was like every once in a while, you know, Kazooie would mention something sort of fourth wall breaking in this. Almost every conversation is sort of uh, exactly that. It's like, I bet you're going to make me collect all these things, aren't you? Oh, you are going to make me. Oh, I wonder. This is what we get for having bad QA. You look like you're from a different, you know, it's it's just very sort of you have you, before you can do that. You have to prove that you are in and of yourself a decent game before you can start making fun of yourself and others. Right. You know? But that was all I was playing on PC this uh, this week because uh, I have been um, I played a little bit of uh, Uncharted, like I said, the Uncharted collection. Only just really started that. Um, I, I do intend to make it through. But uh, yeah, my PC. Uh, <laughs> I've been putting it. To, I've been putting my GPU to other uses this week. Have you been mining cryptocurrency? I have not been mining cryptocurrency because um, because I'm not I'm not a I'm not a space pedophile who's trying to steal your graphics cards. Uh, no, I had a look at fake app. Oh God, that thing. Yeah. I saw, <laughs> yeah, I saw some of your tweets. That is, that is the result that is, that is, yeah. Uh, while it is true that pornography is often the first use of many technologies, Jesus Christ, they jumped on this one. Um, <laughs> mm. but yeah, I haven't, I, uh, I have not been making pornography. Uh, nothing pr- so prosaic as that. I've been fiddling about with it and it's, 
there is something kind of magical about uh, I've been looking at tutorials and my first attempt was I wanted to see what would happen if I took Christopher Reeve's face and put it on Henry Cavill's. I wanted to see Christopher Reeve in the new, you know, the new style Superman. So I spent a lot of time, you know, extracting faces from uh, the original Superman films because sadly that is, you know, the only, that is the last source we have of Christopher Reeves looking like Superman uh, because of horses. Fuck horses. Horses suck. Um, Try driving around here. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and that didn't work. I extracted a bunch of Henry Cavill from, you know, Justice League and Man of Steel. Uh, Not Batman v Superman. We don't go near that. Uh, but it just, it didn't work. I, 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 I set myself too high a target for the first attempt because even at like the highest, uh, quality you can find it, the old Superman films don't look great. They're, you know, even at like remastered versions, they're very dark and grainy and they shot the whole thing with like a, uh, a soft filter on them. So the program just was not able to grab enough information right but there is still something magical because once you've gathered all the faces you tell the you tell the program right here's face set a and here's face set b and um it starts to create a model from those faces it basically starts uh trying to turn one into the other and vice versa and it creates a a a model uh, not a 3d model i don't know what kind of model exactly it is but once you start clicking the train, it brings up a window which shows you a bunch of the stills uh, of the faces that you've uh, taken out. And then beside it, it shows you two windows where it slowly starts trying to transform them into the other actor. And when you start it up, it's just a complete and utter blur. But then after an hour, it's sort of a blurred sort of face. And then uh, when you leave it running for, you know, six or seven hours, suddenly you start, it's really weird. You start to see that that is, you know, that is, I did a second one where I tried to, uh, I downloaded a bunch of Nick Cage because, you know, you got to put Nick Cage and everything. And after like six or seven hours, you can sort of see that's, that's Nick Cage's nose and his chin instead of Henry Cavill's. It, there's something really mesmerizing about it. And the fact that this is happening, you know, uh, on your computer as you're watching. But I, uh, I'm now making. I've sort of done my little test, and now I am. I'm making a genuine effort at making my first one, which will result in an actual clip. And I have. Let me just open this up here. So all I will say is, I currently have on my computer a folder of. Let's see. How many are in here? Uh, six and a half thousand images of the penguin from batman returns and seven thousand images of arlene foster leader of the dup oh uh, that's all i'm saying that's i need saying. her to change her name really because because this is a sidebar here when we watch the news arlene and foster. they're shouting mrs foster blah blah, blah i feel attacked because i'm mrs foster not her <laughs> And, you know, I just, just please change your name, for fuck's sake. Or shout Arlene at her, because I can't... Every time I'm sort of got my back turns to telly, people, the telly shouting Mrs. Foster, I have to take some more anxiety medication. Now, I've been thinking about this fake app thing. How close am I to being able to buy 
a box set of the Bond movies in which I am James Bond in all of them. <laughs> and how quickly would you buy that? Immediately. Uh, that is an, uh, yeah, that is an interesting thing. There have been, um, because what's interesting, what uh, is fascinating about it is that, of course, one of the first places that this popped up was Reddit. Uh, and there was uh, plenty of forums for the uh, pornographic application of this technology. Yeah. Uh, those were very quickly... Like it only took a few days. Those were very quickly squashed. They've been banned, right? Even yeah. from Reddit, so uh, they've had to go elsewhere. But you know, there are still uh, forums for the you know other uses of it. You know that aren't for that. For you know, mm. uh, it's a weird it's a weird term we have now. That the modern age has given birth to involuntary pornography. Mm. It's yeah, yeah, it's creepy. It's creepy. But uh, that is one of the things people have. It's surprising how few people have actually asked this uh, is how, you know, what sort of video should you record? How far are we from, you know, you can send in a video of you looking in a bunch of different directions and giving a bunch of facial expressions. You know, maybe you read out a script or something and then you can get a box set of, you know, I want Star Trek in which I am Captain Kirk. That is funny because one of the guys in uh, one of the, the threads in the forums but it was a guy asking how best to record his girlfriend so that he can uh, pay, uh he can put her in star wars as princess leia that would be amazing that was kind of cute it was like all this horribleness about it and i was like okay that's just that's just adorable no he wants to wank to that mike don't even pretend well that's... yeah he may also want to wank to it but things can be both adorable and hot at the same time that's adorable though because it's his girlfriend <laughs> yeah Am I the only we, person? We don't I think probably I'm the that. only person on this podcast, but um, I'm. I think I might be the only person then who wants nothing to do with that whatsoever. I have no <laughs> desire to phase my face into the things that I like, TV and media-wise. You know, I have to look at my own face all the time. I don't want to put it you, in TV. No. Do you not? Even when you're like doing character creators, do you not put your own? Try and make it no. your own face. Oh right. no! You got some issues, girl. <laughs> I mean, maybe, I do like sort of I, hair, know, you know, maybe yeah. sort of hair and eye color. But apart from that, no, not really. I think, you know, those issues are that you are not a raging narcissist, which um, in the modern age is a, dis- a disorder. I, You're I in the minority. do really like looking at myself. That's- <laughs> I hate myself, and yet I love looking at it in games. I love the idea of there's me in that world. And I do, ma- I do try to make it accurate, all the flaws. Yeah, me too. Um, it is I'll just never get that very few character creators allow you to do asymmetric. Yeah, the slider like, won't go fat enough in my instance. So. <laughs> oh, no, not for that. Be real. Uh, no, I just like I have like a droopy eye, a slightly, dro- and it's not like Forrest whatever his face is, but yeah, it's a slightly droopy eye. But mm, there's so few character creators that allow me to do that. I'm not full Tom York, but still there and i can't do that and it annoys me i'll never have one as good as i have for tiger woods 2001 on the xbox i had a friend sat doing it for hours he was quite stoned (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one i've never had someone else that would be weird get someone else to do it it's do you know what in times when i've done that it's better ah that's interesting you know what when when i had the Wii and we made me's chuck made my me because they bought it for my birthday, so obviously it was all set up when I turned it on. So Chuck had made my oh, right. that's cute. 
and I thought it was quite good. And I think that obviously he went on the flattering side, so I didn't punch him into the next womb. But um, and also to yeah, be fair, was, the accuracy, the real life accuracy of me's is not exactly. Yeah, it was it was forgiving enough. So it's yeah, not that was pretty good. Levels of yeah, it's not Fallout now. Do you think? Yeah, I think he would have. If you'd asked him to do that for your Fallout character, there would have been considerably uh, more sweat. Well, it would have been a few hours of him trying to work out the buttons for a start. But um, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I, I would be. I, I'm almost. I don't know. It could my marriage survive it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we should all love our bodies and be happy with who we are. There you go. Okay. You know. um, okay, so what are you going to be wearing in the swimsuit category, Rich? Uh, I have a tight little Speedo number. Nice. Yeah. I thought you'd go with the Borat. Uh, <laughs> no, the, uh, that's just The Pauline Keeney thing. That's and Rich, what are, what, are you, what are your ambitions and hobbies? <laughs> World domination. Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> Peace through strength. <laughs> and my own underwater city. That, I wouldn't like uh, an underwater. I would never. That feel is safe. a good. That's a good shout. I think that we should look into it. I'd never feel safe in the underwater setting. I'd feel safer. I've played Bioshock once too many times. <laughs> that was what made me think about it. I watched the completionist episode of Bioshock Three, and I got to thinking: if you could have one, then which would you like? The floating city. <laughs> Or the underwater Ooh. city. I think I would want the floating city because if the if the underwater city fails, I'll pretty much be crushed instantly by the pressure of the water coming in. That's actually a fairly quick death, I think. Whereas, no, I wouldn't like to drown. But like, if I fell from the floating city, that's that's ten minutes in it. That's ten minutes of worrying. Oh, that's a tough one. You could just wear a parachute all the time. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm really scared of heights. I'd have to have the underwater one. I I figured the underwater one because on a floating one they can attack you with fighter jets. Mm. You see. What about if you compromise with like? What about sort of the what I would call the spectrum cloud base? Sort of that, not quite that high, but a bit lower, so you can come down to ground level, like the Avengers helicarrier, that sort of level. Mm. That might be the best solution to go for. Because it can I'll come have, down and go up. I'll have my people look well into those helicarriers. Yeah, that is true as well. They do tend mm. to blow up a lot. Yeah, they do. That's quite true. No, I quite like the idea. Well, when you say floating city, what about floating on the ocean? That's a good one. Yes, do that you know is what? That, like a mid-Atlantic one. Yeah, that you can. You know, if things get. You can Too move hard. it. You worse, can, you know, you just can move fuck it. it off. Yeah. yeah, I mean, as well, you can anchor it a bit. Worst thing, you'd be a bit seasick. Yeah. He's a bit bobbing around. I think it's big enough. If it's like a city, you could probably stabilize that quite easily. I bet you could, you know. The, the, you wouldn't feel the rocking. This is like it. Like an oil rig. Yeah. Like yeah. an oil rig. That's what you should do. Just let yeah. it put some piles in. That'll work. Mm. Coming soon to Great Yarmouth because you know sea rise, <laughs> sea levels rising, and it's basically flat. So well, <laughs> yeah, well, if, let if me the just sea levels it, go I've... up a centimeter, Norfolk's gone. Oh yeah, that's it's fucked. <laughs> They'll be fine. They're amphibious. That's... Yeah, there are quite a lot of web feet around here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we should we should definitely look into this. I've I've got a tenor, and I can probably earmark half of that for this project. 
Yeah, that's yeah. What I'm, we're I've got for. a tenner, but I spent five of it a pound land on old games. So, uh. <laughs> oh, well, it's wonderful. one for the Christmas list, perhaps. Floating city in the middle of the Pacific. Yeah, I, I feel like the Pacific would be good because then you be can watch the, the Koreans and the Americans going over. Oh, I fun. think climate-wise, it would be better as well. I think yeah. the Atlantic a bit chilly. Oh yeah. Mm. If if, yeah. You, if I've got a moving island city, I'm not putting it anywhere cold. That's just stupid. That's no, oh, I that think the Indian Ocean or something. Yeah, isn't that? Yeah. Anyway, so is that us for this week? <laughs> is that <laughs> everything? So. Yeah. Cool. Right. Well, everybody, I hope you've enjoyed the show that you were listening to on your podcast device, probably your phone. That's how it goes. It used to be a, an iPod, you know. That's why they're called podcasts. I but, always preferred either web or netcasts. I still uh, listen to one on an iPod. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's, I've never been happy with any name for them. So yeah. I just stick with whatever people are tending to go for, really. Uh, it's, they are what they are. I try audio shows. Mm. I don't know. I, I tell people it's like the radio, but it's on the internet. And then they go like, I was internet radio, I, no. But I did, I did tell my mum about this, and she got it surprisingly quickly. I was, I, I was almost worried. Uh, my mum still hasn't got it. Um, my mum watched me on Twitch. How oh. amazing is that? That was cool. Well, it was cool. It was cool until I realised my mum was watching, and then I toned my language down considerably. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Today, t- today, my mum asked me, "Are you doing a broadcast this evening?" <laughs> That's what she said to me. Uh, so, and now I'm at the point, it's just, yeah, mum, yeah, that's what I'm doing. It's a broadcast. And yeah. that, do you know what? That's not a terrible word for it, really. I was going to say, that's, that's pretty bad. close. It's not bad at all. I forgive her. But anyway, you people listening, you should go to simplysyndicated.com slash everything and sign up to support this network and this show and help us out. And it's awesome, you know, because you get loads of stuff. There's like... 1200 episodes of shows i've counted them i i actually i haven't really they're in a database and and i know we're up to about 1200 entries in it that's you remember databases we talked about those earlier anyway we did yeah what was i saying yeah go there and help us out you get ad free versions of all the shows including this one in a nice little podcast feed uh and we put all the exclusive simply syndicated stuff on there like remote patrol trust no one which I've been putting out some more episodes. I've run out of them now, though, so we need to record some more, uh, <laughs> which will be fun. We need to arrange that. I, I, I'm i telling you this. You don't care. You ditch the stuff, right? Okay. This stuff. I'm well, playing I, with a button. <laughs> worries me what it's connected to. Is it just a button? It's just a button. Okay. I like to have them. Okay. You can have a button. Um, totally threw me there. Patreon.com slash simply syndicated. Uh, I think that's everything. Please retweet us and share posts that you see on Facebook and other social media. Help us tell your friends about this show. Hey, do you know I'm running some Facebook ads this week for this show? Huh. Yay. Cool. I am. I'm just looking to see how they're doing. Uh, I'm spending the princely sum of $35 on some ads. It's, It's just, you need to spend so much money, you know. Like tens of thousands. Here it is. How many? 
It's been clicked on 13 times so far. Mm. Yeah. So hello to you, 13 people, assuming you all listen to the yeah, show. Yeah, I was thinking, mm-hmm, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings to you, Russian spam bots. Yes. <laughs> No, these will be real people because it tells me no, about them. No, they'll be real people. You're right. I, yeah. I, I talked to it a Russian spam bot once on, on Tinder. He was nice. <laughs> he was uh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, look out for I think Facebook I'm a sleeper app. agent now, but he was nice. I wonder what your code word is. No, you'll just hear a piece of music and then you'll turn into a robot man like in Manchurian Candidate. Hmm. I need to find that music. But anyway, we're rambling on. It's the end of the show. We'll be back next week, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. I really tried to tone my language down, but I think I had like all seven of them this week. You did really Yeah, I think well. you, did, yeah. you did do all the big swears. I think I did.